What is up, everybody? My name is Conscience. Welcome to the show. There's something going on with my security software. I don't know if you guys saw the music kind of cutting out there. Not sure what's going on, but we'll deal with that. Hopefully, you can hear me okay. Uh, we got a fantastic show for you. Paulina is actually going to be a little late, if, if at all. She's not feeling very well, so everybody have some good thoughts for Paulina. I'm super excited about this show because not only do we have some killer poetry and spoken word and stories to do in the second hour, but we have... My new good friend from Ghana, Africa, Poet JLA. Give me a thumbs up, Poet JLA, if you're ready to come on the show. Right up high by your face if you can give me a thumbs up. Can you hear me okay? Right on, man. Yeah, I can hear you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, this weird ju ju I have like a like a a V uh, whatever it is, VPN blocker. It's called McAfee. Can you, you can hear me okay, right? Yeah, I can hear you well. Yeah. Was the uh, in the intro songs? Was there uh, was there gaps in the music, or was that just for me? Uh, I couldn't really tell. Like I couldn't really tell if there were gaps or not. But yeah, it seemed okay. But okay, well to right me, on, man. At least. So, yeah. so how the hell are you, man? Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, man. Like I've seen a lot of the episodes, very inspiring. I even watched them back to back. But like right. it's it's very cool. All these inspiring people, like artists, and you know, basically just everyone I've seen, especially with the previous one. Uh, um josh which was very oh, yeah. inspiring because i do know some people like that i went to school with someone like that who was a disabled but didn't let that stop him right, right? he he went on to school with us finished with us and was like it's kind of like the most inspiring thing in the world to know that right. people have this but they don't go my life is over and shit right they, like basically just you know what man on. yeah regarding regarding josh he's like a good friend of mine and we actually the reason we met because i worked for a company that provided physical supports for people with physical disabilities Mm -hmm. And uh, for right from the, I have never heard him complain about anything to do with his condition. I've heard him complain yeah. about his love life, and I've heard him complain about some people <laughs> who don't do their job properly. But I've never, I've never, I've never seen him ask for pity. So, what about mm -hmm. have have you kept track with the person that you grew up with that, that you went to school with? Like, what are they doing um, now? No, no, um, that was like you know um, eight eight years ago, right? Like, um, okay. I knew him when i was in school like we did general arts together not in the same class but we mostly hung out because we did uh, certain things together you guys and, have a class called general arts uh so there's this thing in ghana right because we adopted our education system from the british because they, they okay. colonized us and stuff so okay. like when i was in school we had something called general arts and within that particular field you have stuff like literature um christian religious studies music french okay. governments okay. and some other um, and some other topics so i chose uh one back in high school that was literature crs french and government and he chose at seven which was uh basically the same as mine except okay his was basically um with crs and history right and literature and uh yeah literature crs history and government so he did that and he had crutches on like i think his condition was he had uh, his legs. I don't know what I could call it exactly. Like his legs was were shrunk or something. I don't remember what it was. The muscle, like kind of smallish. So, yeah. so what? What Josh? What Josh has is called Duchenne muscular dystrophy, and basically, mm. what it does is just turns all your muscles useless. Oh. So, so, so when your muscles aren't working, a lot of time there's probably atrophy of the muscles, right? So mm, that that, yeah. that makes sense. That his legs would have been smaller. It's I don't know. So, so you haven't kept track of them as an adult. Like, how old are you? By no. the way? I'm 26, so I'll be 27 okay. this year. Yeah. Okay, right on. So you're you're at a high school for quite a while now. What what are you doing for work out in Ghana? And just I just wanted full disclosure. You're honestly, I, I met one dude 
I've met very few people from Africa. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm very ignorant to the whole situation. I know nothing about Ghana, nothing at all. Right. Like, I don't know yeah. one thing. I don't know one thing about it. The only, the only African man that I've met, it was a pretty cool story. I worked with him at a place called Christian Horizons, which was giving support to people with mental and physical disabilities. Uh, and there's, there's this guy there. I forget what his name was, but he was from South Africa. And I, I once worked with a hip hop artist from South Africa named, oh, yeah. um, named uh, Topaz. And he spoke Zulu and he did a whole song, yeah. a whole song with me in Zulu. So I yeah. got, I, I once got this guy that I knew from South Africa who spoke Zulu to translate it for me. And, and yeah. I, and I've over the years, I've kind of forgotten what the translation was. Like the, mm -hmm. the, the, what, what are the, what are the main languages in Ghana? Um, so in Ghana, um, so, there, so we have like 16 regions, right? It, it was said when I was growing up, but in 2018, there was this um, referendum, like basically a yes or no vote. So okay. like it was, it came up because in certain regions, when the government had these development projects, they would go to other sides of the region rather than this underdeveloped ones. Like there were some ethnic groups okay. in those particular um, spaces in the region that didn't get that um, support or aid. And okay. they kind of got pissed off with it and they were like, they want to get separated from them. So like when the government is giving them aid, they will be catered for as, you know, this separate entity rather than being in this uh, group with these guys and they right. get it and they don't get it. So um, in 2018, they divided certain regions off. So like maybe if, so, for example, a region called the Volta region, a region was taken out of it called OT because there are people within that ethnic group, um, within that region who were not getting aid. So they split them up. So, so, they're, now, so they're not getting yeah. aid based on their race or their religion? Oh, not really that per se. It's like, it, okay. th that's the thing, right? In Ghana, like if you are, um, it's kind of like with social classes, right? Like at times people who are from these small menial places, they don't really get that kind of help. But those from the larger populated, yeah. yeah, those from the larger populated areas, are the ones that get help because you know that they're, they're the main focus like that's just where so, the most people yeah, are so that kind of yeah, makes to sense them, like if they're if they're not there then the small ones are going to be um left cut and dry yeah. right so what are what are most people what's the what's the industry like okay so what what cities are there what are the big cities in ghana uh so the one i'm i'm in now a greater accra region we have uh, accra that's the capital of ghana like in like as a whole okay and then where i come from the ashanti region uh, that's the 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 city there is Kumasi. That's the sister okay. city of Accra. So that's where I come from. And okay, so you're, city, couple, you're, yeah. you're born in the city. You're born and raised in the city. Yeah, I was born in the city. Um, um, in Accra. So been my home for the past twenty six years now. Oh, yeah. really? So you never left? Yeah, I like never left Ghana. No, I did leave Ghana, but it was um, I, I have family outside of Ghana, right in the UK. So okay. my mom took. Uh, Took me to the uk when i was young for summer vacations and that's the first time i've been out of ghana okay and yeah but not going to stay there or anything just for summer vacation i came back so i basically grew up in ghana and everything right tons yeah. of uh tons of poets from the uk eh? on mm -hmm. instagram that yeah. there is tons like uh there's even some on my what's oh my god i can't i can't think of her name right now oh my god i'm an idiot i can't remember her name 
Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, but but so so the UK. So then you grew up in the city. So what like what do you what do you do in the city? Like what would you are you studying? Are you working? Or what, what's the deal? Um, so I finished college last year, right? And there's this thing in Ghana that um, that's called national service. So national service is whereby if you're a college graduate from Ghana, if you have Ghanaian citizenship, okay, you have to work in a private or public institution for a year. Okay. And after that year, you are then eligible to basically that's work like, for any that's like school. That's like school credit. That's school credit. Yeah, that's part of your yeah. education. Yeah. So like after that, you are basically free to work at any job till you hit sixty. Right. So, so that, you, like, you can further education. So so you so you get free college. Uh. So I went to uh like a private institute like a private college right um it's called Ashesi. okay so you have and, to pay for private yeah, colleges yeah and in that and that name means uh Ashesi in the in the Akan language that's like my ethnic group because i come from the ashanti region uh it's called it stands for the beginning like the start of something okay so um like basically i spent the past four years there and things were a bit different from public institutions, right? Because public institutions, it was basically um, what we call here, it's called chew and pull. Like we okay. just uh, absorb and we regurgitate uh, most of the stuff for um, exams. But in that school, right. you actually got to um, actually Process. apply things on a practical level. Like right. if we are doing stuff like, oh, we are doing engineering, they have the equipment dates for you to go and try your hands on engineering stuff. Okay. Like if you were uh, like, basically someone who was doing law business law and stuff like that they'll right. put you in a real in a real case scenario where you get to experience all those things happening that happening in the real world so what That's did you choose about it. i chose business administration like okay. yeah because i was the school was kind of like alien to me at first when i got there because I'm an arts guy, right? And transitioning right. from arts to business is not really an easy thing. It's boring. So, I've taken yeah. both too, man. Business is fucking boring, bro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I once had that I, I took marketing in college and I took I got mm -hmm. a big insurance settlement from a car accident when I was a kid. So I have mm -hmm. all this money and I wanted to figure out how to invest it properly. So I took insurance and like mm -hmm. uh, some accounting to figure out how to do it. My marketing teacher, Mr. May, would sit a big fat guy like unbuttoned un white guy mustache unbuttoned shirt he just mm -hmm. sweating you know stinky uh sit, sitting in a chair and read the textbook to us i'm like what the fuck am i doing in this program this is ridiculous <laughs> i couldn't stand it so how do you find marketing how do you find marketing? you like it uh so like when it came to business administration right we did a bit of everything we did finance yeah. we did marketing we did um economics like um, and almost everything and the thing was I hated math when I was a kid. I hated math like since the since I got to um, school itself, like from the beginning of school. I was always an arts kid. I was drawn to English. I was drawn to like all those other things. Right. Like right. When, when you give me a math, if you give me an English essay to write, no problem. Yeah. If you give me like math, I'm gonna scratch my head for a while and ask people for help. Like right. that's just me. So I was uh, the other way, man. I was the other way. Yeah. Like um, I I really liked sciences in high school. Mm. And I even took I even took an environmental engineering uh, class or uh, course in college, but then uh, I did really I did really good at English, like writing essays and and mm -hmm. you know writing poetry and and especially mm -hmm. essays. I that that I did really really well at. 
Like, I, yeah. but but I didn't really enjoy it as much as the sciences. Do you, do you mind? Um, is is your phone ringing or is it mine? Oh yeah, yeah. So, sorry, sorry. Do you mind just turning that on vibrate? Just like, yeah. sorry, man. Sorry, sorry. The the only reason I ask is because this is gonna be a podcast, so people are gonna be listening yeah. to it more, yeah. more more than watching it. But we got some people watching here, man. This is great. We're having we're having a conversation. Uh, anybody who's just joining us now, uh, this is Jude Jude Ansa. Is that how I pronounce your name? Uh, yeah. It, but if you have the Ghanaian accent, it's Ansa. Like Ansa, um, yeah, Ansa, Jude, yeah. Jude Ansa, yeah. That's a pretty sweet name. Is that yeah? Is that your birth name too? Uh, yeah. So Ansa is from the central region. That's where my dad comes from. So my dad is Fante. So from the he's Fante from people, he's from Ghana as well, though, or a different? Yeah, country? he's from Ghana. Yeah, both my okay. parents are Ghanaian. Yeah. So okay. like my okay. dad comes from the central region. My mom comes from the Ashanti region. So okay. uh, like the Ashanti region, the heritage is matrilineal. So you basically get like you are the lineage is like. From your from your mother's side and your patrilineal side like it's not like it's it still have a right but that's your dominant lineage okay. for according to them okay. so like i got my surname from him and and in and that surname is very popular among the fancy people right so, right yeah. okay so how was your how was your parents upbringing like what, what what kind of conditions what kind of situations were they in growing up uh so like you know my mom uh she went to um school in ghana like she went to a school called holy child and basically had she basically went to boarding school like you know before she even hit her teens like around 13 okay there and she was basically um like you know just hung out with her friends and stuff like mostly raised in boarding school and pretty pretty good up pretty good upbringing uh, yeah pretty yeah yeah, your father too. So I, so you know, you know, like there, there's. I'm just gonna be fully transparent. Like when I, it sucks, man, that we think this way. But but Ghana is a pretty sophisticated country, is it not? There's technology. Yeah, yeah. There's economy. There's there's lots of things. But for yeah. for a Westerner who who has zero experience with Africa, you think mm -hmm. you hear Africa and you think poverty. So is, yeah. is, is that is that around you? Like, are you do you see poverty? Like, how does it exist? Um, yeah, like um, especially in Accra, right? In Accra, there are several places, like there are several parts of the city that are, you know, let, like with people who are less fortunate and stuff. So you see that everywhere. And the problem is that, you know, some of them, like, you know, they're deprived of not being able to go to school and right, like right. You know, some people not being able to have jobs. And like, right. I think recently, I think uh, someone on Instagram, like a post on Instagram, she sent me a video of uh, some Ghanaian youths rejecting rice from the government because the government was giving them bags of rice right like to just feed them and they just barely saying, keep them alive yeah like you know they want jobs not rice because right. like, yeah they I want yeah they like, want work yeah, yeah. teach uh, teach a man to fish no yeah, yeah give, give, give a man a fish he's right. for they teach a man to fish he's for life so if yeah. yeah you're giving them rice but how long would the rice sustain them right and they and they'll come and be like oh some of these guys who give them the work but they don't want to work but the question is have you asked all of them Right. That's the question. No. I've asked all of them. Like no, those they who, haven't. Those who, yeah, those who want to work, get like there's and there are several opportunities around, but they don't give it to them. They rather just focus the efforts on um is it even like um last two weeks, right? I think it was yeah, last two weeks, they asked they had a cleanup uh, project like uh, called Operation Clean Your Frontage, okay. and they asked us like the NS the NSS personnel to leave our homes, come and sweep um like places around the independent square like the, the independent square is like the monarch for how we get they got independence from the british right like okay and that was in 67 67 no 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 it's since like since um 
1957, since its inception. Like okay. that's where that was the ground on which you know the presidents and the other guys stood, like the big six, like Kwame Krum and the others, they stood and they declared that you know we're free from British colonial right. rule. So it's been a monarch since then. So, so how like, how was life before when it was a British colony? Or I mean, you know, British um like basically like we were under their rule and we did things, you know, based on the structure that they designed. So right. most of the time, even speaking English was a thing, like um being introduced to Christianity and diverting away from you know the traditional is English, stuff. Is English not your first language? No, English is my second language, man. Like really, I you speak English yeah. really well. I can understand yeah. you perfectly. No, yeah, it, it's because I um when I was going through school. Like, so here's the thing: when I was a kid, I grew up amongst my family members who spoke uh, tree dominantly, like they spoke okay. tree, and I was able to understand it. And that's the language I picked up as a kid. Okay, but then when I went to um school, when I started going to school and learning English. Slowly but surely, it became my dominant language. It's not my first language, but it became my dominant language because I, and that's all I was being taught. That's all was being spoken to me in school. And, right. it's, and it became very bad. I wouldn't say it's like bad to learn it, but it became very bad because I slowly lost my ability to speak my own native language. Right, so right. Nowadays, when you ask me something in tree, I understand you. But speaking it is something that's a bit difficult for me now because it's so not does for me the, to speak it. The does way the, I speak does it again. downtown? Like if you go to the bank or if you go to the whatever, if whatever you do on your go yeah. to the grocery store, go to the store, whatever you do, yeah. do you speak tree or English? Or does do they speak tree or English? Um, so in general, like wherever you go, whether it's a bank or church or any other place, they'll speak English. Like that's in Accra, right? But for someone like Kumase, Kumase, tree is being spoken. And here's the and here's the thing about Kumase. If you are a Ghanaian born there, like if you're born and bred there, like you grew up there and you go okay. to your own hometown and you can't speak the language, they'll laugh, they'll, they'll laugh the shit out of you. Right. They'll laugh the shit out of you right? because you are born here. It's not as if you went to the States or the UK and came back like after some right. years and you never you never raised it. You're born and you bred here. So, like you not being able to speak it is kind of like an embarrassment like to you, like right. per, uh, personally. So, so, like, you, so you feel embarrassed that you can't speak tree? Oh, like not really, but I can still understand it, right? But like being able oh, to right. speak it like right. uh, fluently is what I miss. Right? What about so your folks? Your folks probably speak it pretty. My mom speaks, it, yeah. So in in the house, I speak tree with my mom. Okay. We sometimes speak English, like you know, at the same time. So sometimes when she speaks to me in tree, I respond to her in English, or sometimes I respond to her in tree um, with what I can understand. So if it's like something like, um, so for example, if she says like braha. Braha means yeah. uh, come here in tree. Braha. Uh, yeah, Braha, like come here. And then something like um, if someone greets you at the same, like that's in tree. How are you? Okay. You say, Emehoye, like I'm fine. Emehoye. 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 Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm a stomach, so like don't believe me because I'm. No, no, I, no, I, dude. It's so, it's so yeah. cool. And like where, where I am in Canada, it's French and English, right? And, yeah. and then, and, the, and it's, it's a weird thing too, because where, where I live, um, predominantly, like I, I'm a minority being white where I live for, for, uh, it's mostly mm -hmm. first, first nations, native Canadians that live where I live mm -hmm. and they, they have each tribe has their own language. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's been forgotten. Do, do you think that there is long story short, the question that I'm getting to is, is the, is the language of business in Ghana English? Is yeah, that, it's English. That, it's English. Like so it's like, English. 
um so it's english for you know um the majority right but for some people like especially in the particular type of region you're in you speak your native language so like if right. if you're in somewhere like the great sakura region and there's a particular business relationship you speaking ga ga is another language that's spoken so there's here lots of the languages country. eh yeah like tree ga there's one called hausa so there's you know little bits Eben. of all these languages yeah. <laughs> i only little know bits. tree and then i know ga because ga was taught to me in junior high school okay and um my best friend is ga so sometimes when he speaks i kind of hear what he's saying and because i um learned the language a bit in high school i can know only the subtle like only a little bit of the language like it's something like you know ojeku like good morning okay or you know yeah um, like the basics like small talk yeah yeah like, small all you, talk, like, all, yeah. All, like what all, all, everything you need to do to like get by a day and deal with strangers yeah you know, I mean, you know the bear, the bear in my room that's kind of like yeah. how my french is my french was better like you say when i was speaking it a lot it was a lot better yeah. but uh, i'm curious about the like the the cultural setup of ghana like is mm -hmm. it predominant is it predominantly religion like is it christian what's the main religions there um i mean like so did the uk states, kind of influence christianity yeah they yeah they they brought it to us right like so before that you know we had a traditional religion like you know people believed in the uh, you know these demigods and uh basically going to shrines upon libation and stuff like they still do it right but like in the city okay. in the city and in most regions like you know it's christianity right okay and the thing is that you know some people take it like to a certain degree like i'm not saying it's bad but like some people take it to a certain degree top notch and this is something that i've been kind of peeled up about for quite some time is that in several it's um in several aspects though they kind of vilify um the traditional religion like by right. showing up the worst aspects of it or right. what people okay. or the bad things people use it for so it's like you know uh, people often um show stuff like you know it like especially in the media people show stuff like money rituals and right. going to see like a witch doctor to curse uh right right like you know your family like extremes. your family member who's wrong extremes like, only yeah all, the, yeah all that stuff and i'm like there's more to it than that right like they use it for other things it's like how hollywood vilifies voodoo and voodoo right. isn't what you make it out to be in the movies it's actually something like that's a it's like it's legit most people right yeah so like just because and that's and that's also the thing right just because you've been influenced by another religion doesn't mean you go and cast away what you know it's like you have to know who the hell you are before right. knowing something or someone else before or you risk being consumed by their identity right like I that's agree. how it is so like if you are you can be christian in school because i'm catholic like it's cool but i, the thing is, I don't too. yeah i don't go on a high horse vilifying like these things because this these things were native to us before these guys came to our shores and introduced it to us yeah so just because you are exactly with, um now don't go and dump this and say it's evil or stuff because you see what people are doing with it like well, that's why i was super yeah. stoked like um you posted on my website there you posted that uh that picture that you did yeah for, yeah for black history month happy black yeah. history month by the way oh I, I thought i thought black history month was more like a western culture thing but this is something that's celebrated all over the world i'm assuming and yeah, I, I mean it started from here right like uh, um as in the slave ships came to to africa took some of us there and that's how we have african americans and right. several people out in right wherever they are yeah right of course wow and um wow fuck, that's so intense but i'm glad i had you here and that was cool the, the art that you did are, are you so you're an artist you like you like graphic art was that done on a computer um, that? yeah so 
I started this in 2020, right? Like it was during the pandemic and um, they had sent us home from school, right? Because uh, of the COVID and they didn't want us to get it spread and everything. So right. when I was um, at home, I wanted to like basically have a way to do a visual description of my poetry, right? Like okay. I wanted to have a visual description of the messages I was trying to convey in my poems. And right. when I was doing that, I saw stuff on Deviant Arts and some other art websites, and I was like, "Okay, Deviant, maybe yeah, let, yeah, I've heard of that. yeah, let me try this to like maybe it won't be so bad." So then I tried it, and um, I just started, you know, practicing with the basics. I went, I got a software called GIMP. So like, oh, yeah. you can, yeah, I've it's, heard it's of kind of similar to Photoshop, but yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't it, isn't it like a free alternative to Photoshop? Yeah, it's free, yeah, right? yeah because it's free <laughs> and it's much more convenient because Photoshop had all these. Uh, options and I said I don't know what to do. I don't know what to choose. I don't yeah, know I know. I don't I'm know, doing. man. I don't. I yeah. am so bad at that shit. Back when it was like mid nineties, like I'm, I'm 39, so I'm quite a bit older than you. Back yeah. when it was like 97, 98, I had my first mm -hmm. computer that my parents ever bought. Computers mm -hmm. like a brand new thing, uh, were or uh, Paint, Microsoft yeah. Paint. I was a master of Paint, but then Photoshop came in, and I am mm -hmm. totally fucking useless when it comes. But there's something <laughs> I that I that I forgot to ask you uh, mm -hmm. regarding regarding like okay, so. English comes in, the Brits come in, they, mm -hmm. they give you Christianity, they mm -hmm. give you an economic structure, they mm -hmm. give you these things, but do you not feel this being black history month and you said slave ships and we're talking about that. Yeah. Do, do, do you think that there is still a bit of a suppression of Ghanaian? Is it Ghanaian? Ghanaian culture? Like is it Ghanaian? Yeah. Did you feel it being black history month? Do you feel that there is still white on black oppression existing right now in Ghana? So here's the thing I will say. I won't say it's like it's from an external source, right? Some of us are basically doing it to ourselves. Okay. Like we do it to ourselves in the way we like carry ourselves. Like sometimes in the way we talk, some of us even try to mimic American accents. Don't know what right. that's about. Right. Uh, like, you know, even last, uh, my uncle, who's a, who's a rabid uh, Facebook, Facebook poster, he's, he's done it so much times. He's been blocked on Facebook a couple of times. Because oh, yeah. it, it was like, it's too much, it's too much. But there's one thing he did post, which I kind of found peculiar. Like, he says 50 years since, since these guys left us. So why the hell are we still, why the hell are judges and lawyers still wearing wigs to courtrooms? Right, right. Which is not our thing, right? But right. like, I was like, yeah. And someone said it, it's like, basically, it's self, um, it's self, it's self enslavement. Like, right. this has become your thing for so long that you don't know how to be. Yeah, you. like. Uh, All you want to just be what they taught you how to be. Yeah, yeah. What's that? What's that called again? The term where, where, like, it, it, oh, um, syndrome, something syndrome, imposter um, syndrome. Ah, uh, no, no, that's not the one. It's where, it's where, like, let's say a girl's getting abused by a man for so long that she eventually learns to love it. What's it called again? And learn, and learn mm. to learn to need it. Ah, uh, what's it called again? Someone in the chat, tell me what I'm trying to think of. There's a something. Yeah something and for some reason i can't see the bottom chat i can only see um i forget i forget what it's called um syndrome something syndrome anyway i can't remember stockholm 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 syndrome stockholm syndrome yes that's it that's it that's it that's it you do feel like that thank you did that did you think that that is like a uh a relevant description of the remnants of a british empire ruling in ghana do you think that pe mm. like why why has why are the why are the judges still wearing wigs? You know why is that? Why like, haven't why hasn't it been uh, restructured? I think you know we haven't questioned it because it's been it's been done for so long, right? Like basically, you'd have ideas like you know why don't they wear like uh, you know um, these canteens like weaved hats and or stuff like like basically something that represents African culture when you're going into your job, right? Like mm. 
like especially with our jobs right friday we have something called friday way so friday where you wear african prints like you basically wear um maybe kente or some other um okay. cloth, cloth apparel you have so right. it's that one day in the week where we get to wear that stuff and right. then that's it and then but like these guys when they go in the courtroom wearing that like because it's not something that i questioned because i was like okay it's just a normal thing right like they're all going there we've been doing it for years so like who cares but then when someone brought it to my attention i was like yeah what's that about like why are we still wearing that like yeah why is what, that yeah like what would happen if i take off the are the judges wig? white like is there a lot of white people in Ghana? no 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 it, no 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 it's all black like from the ones i've seen like all the ones who take seats and they, they're all black yeah they're all black so but, it's kind it, of but weird. is there a lot of yeah. white people in ghana uh i've met some white people but i don't know like the general like population small, I don't small know. percentage yeah. very small percentage. yeah but that people like who we're come talking here, between they, one and five yeah. percent kind of thing yeah but that people who've come here they've lived there for years right and it will shock you that a white man knows how to speak your own your own initial language better than you can right because he spent time here he's, he's learned the culture because right. there's even a white guy who lives like in my neighborhood he speaks three and i'm like i mean i'm even shocked he speaks it so well yeah that's like, like my buddy my, my buddy teaches english in china he has for like 20 years yeah his his mandarin is like perfect like yeah. fucking perfect you know it's amazing how that can happen i wish i yeah. would have been exposed to another language growing up man i'd love to be bilingual like for example there's this uh my son he goes to this program in the morning he's not quite ready for school yet he starts school in september it's called strong start it's like a preschool basically kind of thing but the parents mm -hmm. go with them and there's this new couple there's these two new couples one mm -hmm. is an indian dude and one is a russian chick and uh, the kid speaks russian and english and hindi you know, triple and three, then, triple, three. <laughs> triple. And then there's another, there's another girl that just came into, I haven't met them yet. She's Korean. So the kid speaks and understands Korean is three years old, speaks, understands Korean and speaks, understands English. Like that is incredible. It, what yeah. people, I, I don't know, man, I have trouble with languages. I'm from the East coast. I live on the West coast of Canada, but I'm, do you know anything about like Canadian culture from province to province? Well, it looks like you froze a little bit. I'm going to just remove you from the broadcast and bring you back in. Hopefully that helps. Can you see me now? Uh, just, just come on in. Um, just, okay. This sucks. Uh, just leave the broadcast and then come back in. If you can still hear me, uh, you froze, which is weird because everything was going good. I'm just going to, I'm just going to kick you from the stream right now and just come back in poet JLA. Come back in when you can. And maybe, maybe in this meantime, Oh, there he is. I see you now. Mm -hmm. Now, now yeah, you're yeah, yeah. okay. You're back. You're back. Did something happen yeah. or what? I don't know. I think it's the internet. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. it's weird because usually when there's an internet problem, the speech isn't lined up with your mouth, uh, and you're 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 dialed in. Like there's no delay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was what, kind of. What, what I, I, I think on my end. Um, yeah, I think you were talking about the um, the family with the kids who were able to speak three languages. Oh, right. No, I, I was almost yeah. done that story. But I, I just think it's crazy that I wish I would. Oh, yeah, I was saying that how I wish I would have been exposed. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I lived in Montreal. I was submersed in French culture for yeah. for a, a few years, and I got pretty good, but I was a manager of a bar. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, je prends un piché. Est-ce que tu veux un piché? Like, do you want a pitcher of beer? Like, it was it was just small talk. Nothing yeah. nothing major, right? Come on, ça va, je veux pas, whatever, all, all the small stuff. Je suis le, le Gérard du Petit Pistrot sur la Rue Saint-Laurent, Montréal. You know, I'd be able to tell people where I worked, what I did. But there's, like, I, I lived, I lived, oh, fuck. I uh, I lived with a French woman for that was way older than me for about two years. Wow. And I, I she barely even spoke English. And still, 
even though my girlfriend could really only speak French to me, I still didn't learn it. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm a fucking disgrace when it comes oh. to me. <laughs> but like, yeah. how did that work with you not being able to communicate with each other? It, well, it didn't work. It, it didn't work. It ended, it ended, <laughs> it, it ended. And that's it. That, I mean, it was, I mean, it was just young love. Uh, I was, I was 21. She was 29. She was like the, the hot older French chick, you know, uh. my buddy, my best friend, he's a doctor in um in ontario and mm -hmm. my my two best friends are doctors and the one hated her just hated her guts the entire time we were dating treated her like shit and he's a pretty mild-mannered guy but he just hated this chick i remember one time i went to i went to meet her mom for the first time and her mom spoke mm -hmm. no english and her mom had like three of her buddies over having tea so now uh -huh. here i am with my girlfriend who doesn't really speak english and four of my of her mom and three of her friends who don't speak English at all trying mm -hmm. to make it work. And they were like her mom was like a hippie. She was into like uh, like fucking spirituality and tarot cards and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. She was like an old hippie. And she thought for some reason that I was some special being sent to them to like comfort them. And I was just kind of like, well, this is fucking weird. Like, uh, but, but you know, but that's, maybe I just heard the wrong words. Like I was, it was such a confusing situation. Oh my God. Wow. What about Zulu? Is there any Zulu in Ghana? Cause that, that's, there's that. No, that's a, no, that's a South African thing. Uh, there's no Zulu in Ghana. Yeah. So Zulu's, Zulu's indigenous specifically to South Africa. Yeah, at least from what I know, I know, I know to be a language spoken only in South, South Africa. I don't know if it's spoken anywhere else, like, because, Right. From what I know from South African culture, like basically just watching, like you know, stuff and reading about stuff, I know it's from South Africa. Aside from that, I don't know if it's in any other particular place in uh, Africa. Aside from uh, South so how Africa. many how many countries in Africa? Like four, forty something, fifty something? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know the estimate. Like, I, like I think I, I don't know. Like, it, there's a ton. Of, I know it's double digits, but I don't exactly know because, like, you know, right. I, I'm mostly within West Africa, so I know right. most of, like, West African countries, except, like, right. I don't know every country, but um, the school I yeah, went that's to... Like, yeah, that's like a Canadian yeah. being asked if they can name every state, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, even Americans, they can't name all 53 states in America. Like, in, No, um, I, I, I definitely couldn't. Yeah. I definitely yeah. couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to any other African countries that surround Ghana? Like, what are what are the bordering countries? Uh, so we share borders with Nigeria and Togo, and like there are other places like Cote d'Ivoire or the Ivory Coast. And here's the funny thing: is I don't know if these buses still like exist or if they still do this, but there's actually so we have these mini buses that we call Chocho, but millennials call it Choski, like okay. in, in Ghana because we have a we have a language that we share with Nigeria called Pidgin. So Pidgin okay. is like broken English. Like we basically okay. took English and we broke it and we said and we said it to say yep. in a very fun way. So like that's something like, like Fringlish. You know, that's Fringlish, yeah, French and English, like, same thing. So if I say something like in Pidgin, it's like saying I they can't do this, like I they go soak tracks, like I'm going to listen to music. Right, so, right. Like so, so like we just did it in a fun way that we could like you know just understand it and just have fun with it. Right, so, right, right. Um one so one thing is there's a bus like I don't know if it still exists but one of the ch uh, churches like the buses could take you from Ghana to Nigeria like pass through the border, okay. Without so, you taking a plane, like so you could just hop, hop in the bus, go straight there without long, taking a plane. How long is the bus ride? I like I don't I haven't been in the bus ride to. This is like, like city go, 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 like yeah. city transit. City transit goes to another country. Uh, like it's not ne necessarily city or is transit. Or like a coach so, like, bus. 
Yeah, like coach, like kind of like a mini coach. So like churches, like they're, they're like these drivers who have these uh like not private cars, like cars that they kind of use as public um transport. Okay. And they have these guys called mates. So mates basically uh, take like you know money from passengers and then they stop so the bus like for. Uber. So it's like yeah, Uber. it's kind of like like kind of Uber, but an Uber that carries multiple people. Right, right, stuff, right. Like a yeah. big, like a like big a, Uber, like, like, a, like a bus. Yeah, like, Uber. A, like an Uber bus, yeah. Right, <laughs> kind of right, like right. That. Yeah. Oh, that's Except cool. for this, you have to wait at the at the roadside and call and like you know stop it and have it take right. you somewhere. You don't have a phone to call a church or like that'd be something. But anyway, it's not happening right. now. So yeah. I, I remember one time you commented on one of the pictures that I took of the ocean by my place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and you mentioned something about how how you wish your government would appreciate the water more. Is there is there serious water issues so, in Ghana? Or, like what are okay? So we we've heard like we've heard the fun and educational and good economics, and mm -hmm. you've kind of changed my my preconceived notion about what I what Ghana means. <laughs> I realize there's lots of great things and lots of great people and lots of great. Um, history and lots of great culture and lots of great language and your there's education and there's all this stuff um yeah what are, what are some of the bad things like what's the worst part about living in ghana um so i wouldn't say like it's the like so i think you know this well right like when it comes to the state of a country it's not just the government that has to do with it right it's the people too the mindset of the people so here's the thing people do in ghana that's actually very like one of the dumbest things that they do is that we live in this city, which is like, we could, which is like one of the cleanest. Like I would say, Ghana right. is a very clean. Like Ghana is a very cool place, especially when you come. It's so beautiful with everything we have, like uh, valleys and. Are everything. you guys coastal? And, Are you coastal or no? Uh, like uh, Cape Coast, like uh, one of the regions in the in, in Ghana central okay. region. Uh, Cape so a little like, corner. Yeah, yeah, but like the thing that they do is these guys they litter everywhere, like they throw trash where but they don't put it in dustbins and that dustbins all over the city but they just dump them in some public areas so like right. something like if you're in a taxi you the taxi driver takes uh pure water like so pure water is like a water in a sachet rubber and then it's like not in the bottle and then you scarf it down and then when you're when they're done drinking it they throw it on the streets when you call them out on it they'll be like massa it, it, like it it's not your business like go away it's not your business right. and then the thing is that um in some streets they don't uh put grates over their gutters okay. so the thing is the trash gets into the gutters right. and then when it when right. it rains places become flooded then right. the whole place is then the whole place is a shit show yeah and garbage these, garbage yeah and, water. yeah and and the funny thing is these these are the same people who go to the seven o'clock news like on the seven o'clock news and go and bitch and complain Government doesn't do this. Government doesn't do this. Right, like the, right. the, the, it's your fault. Like right. you say government, but the thing is, it's it's all about how you carry yourself as a person. If you are being a shitty person about your environment in Ghana, people are going to follow that example. It's like when kids see you doing that, can you can you tell me you can go and tell the kid to like put stuff in the dustbin when you the adult is putting stuff on the right. streets? No, right. you, you can't do that because the kid the, the kid adapts what they see. If they see you exactly. doing it, you can't go They're and tell them otherwise and say it's wrong. When you are doing oh, like, as a, are you a father? Do you, have, do you have kids? Oh no no no! no as no, a, no. as a father, I I full heartedly, wholeheartedly agree with you. My kid emulates yeah. everything I do. Like it yeah. really is all about the kids. Like how we yeah. act is all for the kids. It's all about yeah. the kids. Especially once you're a dad, everything you do is for your kid. You know yeah. the way you act, the way you talk, everything you do. I mm -hmm. wanted to ask you about um, like what kind of uh, so so 
there it's democracy because British brought in yeah, their politics. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I don't really know much about UK politics. So how does it is it kind of like Canada? Like there's a House of Commons and a is, is uh, that how it works? Multi parties, so, multiple parties. Like, there are multiple parties, right? But let's say there are multiple parties, but the only two parties people care about. What are so those? there's one there's there's one called the MPP, the New Patriotic Party, okay. and there's one called the NDC, the National Democratic Congress, okay. and these two have been butting heads for presidency for like years now. Like for so, years. Is, it, is this a capitalism yeah. versus socialism fight that they uh, got going now, on? Now, like they both have the same goals, right? Just that you know, it kind of like it's, it's just the same thing. Like just trying to run a democratic government, but they both have a different perception of how to run it. But like there are some things that one party wants to introduce and there's another there's, there's another thing that another party wants to introduce into the system that they think would be beneficial and the thing is even though you even though like a government's you know takes um supremacy like they run the with the presidency like in ghana there are some minority leaders from like maybe the, the other parties who are within parliament like parts of government like okay. um and then they also like kind of launching these perspectives like you know uh, so recently we have something called the e-levy. So here's the thing that there are some people in Ghana who don't like paying taxes, like they don't pay taxes and they are the first people to go and complain about how things are not being done. Right. Well, according to some people who say that, like, that's not what I think I'm on the fence about it. So like, they are like, since people don't like paying taxes, we'll now take a percentage of money from their um, online and monetary transactions like we have something called mobile money so mobile money is where you get to make transactions like with um like you know a digital purse like a digital wallet on your okay phone. yeah yeah yep yeah, yeah. kind of like kind of like apple pay or google pay yeah, or something like so, that. yeah so, so something like that so like we have different telecommunications networks so but like, you have a, you have a, a government operated digital exchange what is it like an app or something uh, so it's like it comes with every telecommunications network. Like, so, like for example, MTN they have mobile money, and okay. then a, a Vodafone, which is adopted from um, the UK's a Vodacom. We we call it a Vodafone here, okay. and it's called a Vodafone card. So basically, you can do stuff like pay your electricity bills, right? Pay right, your right. Um, pay like for your cable, yeah. Pay for different pay for different things. Like that. It's funny you mention say, that. Because yeah. like in Canada, if I just want to like, if I'm buying some weed off my friend in Ontario or whatever I'm doing, mm -hmm. I can, I can just email transfer her money. But I mm -hmm. found out in the States, they don't do that. They don't do that in States. So I guess every, every country kind of has their own thing. Right. But yeah, yeah. like if I want to send my buddy some money, all I need is their email and that's it. Yeah. Right. So like now they're saying that when the money is paid, a small percentage will be taken for um taxes like basically because it's the only way to ensure that everyone pays taxes okay. since like you know in the fiscal like when you're paying fiscal like, like you know with taking a percentage from your pay like you you, you wouldn't pay like for that but they'll make you pay in in this form and it's right. going to lead to major developments but the thing is i have no problem paying taxes but my only concern is where's the money going right right right, right? Exactly. because i'm still driving on a road that looks like it's uh like it's part of a dystopian future like right. kind of because there are portals and roads and stuff and then like uh the only difference you would see is mostly in the cars that they drive and stuff like for some right. of them and you'd be like so where the money go like right. that's the question you got so where the yeah, money the go corruption man corruption is fucking everywhere exactly and so in africa there is no african writer 
if you if you read any book from every African writer, one of the main themes within their books is corruption. Right, corruption. Yeah. Are you are you now? I know you're a poet. Do you work on any other long form? Like, do you work on a book or anything like that? Uh, I've been trying to get my so I've been writing for the past eight years, right? Since 2014, like I started this when I was 18. Okay. So um, I've been trying to get an anthology, like basically a collection of all my pieces, because yeah. I've been saying over 162 pieces over the past eight years. Right. On. So like I want to put them all in a book and just like basically try and put it out there. But the thing is, it's very difficult in Ghana, right? Because in Ghana. You can't just say I'll do this, I'll do this, like without having. Well, is a there is there Amazon in Ghana? Uh, yeah, like you, you can use Amazon, but like we don't. I've seen. I, I I don't know if there's a Ghanaian version of 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 Amazon, but I know we use I, like okay America on, and, on Amazon. Yeah, I, like so so Amazon isn't a place. I know they're all over the world, but the, you you can't get like anything delivered to you from Amazon in Ghana. Yeah, okay. Um, my mom has used Amazon UK before, okay, and like not to get stuff here, like she gets my aunt to buy stuff, like um, through that, and they send, and they send it to her, yeah, and then they send okay. it to my aunt in the UK, and then she brings so it to So, I can when, when you are ready to publish, I have dozens of published books, I can oh. totally, I can totally help you get on Amazon and self-publish through KDP, Kindle oh, Direct Publishing, Kindle, Kindle yeah. Direct Publishing. Oh, and I, dude, as long as you're writing everything in Word, do, do, you, do you write all your stuff in Microsoft Word? Yeah, I write all my stuff in Microsoft Word, yeah. That's perfect, because that's all you need to do. Uh, one thing I can say is write everything in Word, and between each piece of poetry, put a mm -hmm. manual page break. It, and it makes uh. editing... It makes the final transcript so much easier to work with because Kindle mm. Direct Publishing, if you don't have your, your transcript like mint picture perfect, mm -hmm. it's so it's such a fucking pain in the ass to deal with, man. Like uh, so so when when you're ready to publish, get in touch with me. I'll help you with that. Oh sure, man. That'd be sweet. Like yeah, it's a very good opportunity, man. Like, because eight years of doing this and yeah. just want to put it out there. And it's not about wanting to get famous, right? It's about the just reaction. You know that, that, for sure. Yeah, it's like the reaction. One thing about a about being a writer is that at first, when I started, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Like, I was mm -hmm. eating young and dumb, and I was like... Yeah, trying to be famous. Be, trying yeah, to be like, a famous know, writer. Guess yeah, what? You want people Guess what? to see what you can You're do. You're not going to yeah. become a famous writer, and neither am I. It's just how it is, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all you want to do is just put the work out. Like, all, all I want now is just to put the work out there and see what emotions I... Like, what reactions I evoke, and right. see how, like, I get... And see the feedback I get, and see how I, I can take my, my, my work further. That's what I want. And, like, and I'm glad you, right you joined on. my yeah. website because that's what that website was designed for is yeah. to bring writers and, and the, we got you, we got poets, we got MCs, we got friggin' short story guys. I'm, I'm a guy, I write poetry, short stories, editorials, mm -hmm. essays. Yeah. I like writing essays. Essays are kind of my thing. I wrote mm -hmm. essays for magazines for years and mm -hmm. uh, like editorial essays style things specific mm -hmm. topic like they'd send me they'd send me out to dinner at a restaurant or they'd send me to a beer festival or they'd send me to a mm -hmm. concert or they'd send me they'd send me places and i'd get a whole bunch of free shit out of the gig pretty cool gig actually yeah. you know writing freelance writing if you if you bust ass and if you dig deep you can make a living off of it i was doing yeah. it i was doing it you yeah, know it wasn't making a lot of money but I was getting dinner three times a week and I was going to festivals and I was having fun, yeah. right? Getting free beer at festival. They, they, they'd buy me a ticket and give me 40 bucks for beer and food. You know, it was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I mean, I that. tried to get into freelance writing like before national service to get some extra cash, like just to awaken some stuff before national service started. 
So I could just right. have some money on the side and like. What about uh, what about sending some some way. articles, writing some articles, and sending them to the, your local newspaper? Mm, I mean, Ghanaian news. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, what like, if you I did? What if? What about if you did like an art section? If you if you proposed to your local newspaper like an arts and leisure section and just wrote about art and artists and spotlighted artists like Ghanaian artists and I think yeah. Kind of cool, so like uh, that is done for some newspapers, but it's mostly done for magazines. Like there's right. one particular a magazine that I think is still being published, right? Um, called a Roverman. So okay. they basically write about everything that's um that's art. And whether it's like you know, it's basically about you know, tourism and some stuff that developed in Ghana, mostly about plays that they came by um, you know, some famous playwrights or writing about you know, like the arts um community in Ghana in general and right. seeing the developments and what can be done to improve it and all that stuff. So, like right. all those things are there, like it just depends on the on the avenues you reach. Right. So yeah. how 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 long have you been at the writing grind on Instagram and in, in the in the poetry community? How long have you been doing that? Oh, I started uh, last year, right? Like I was doing it on WordPress for so long and, you know, people were not uh, subscribing to WordPress. Like no one was coming, no one was reading my stuff and I was like, I want to reach a larger platform. So right. when I looked at people doing stuff on Instagram, on IG, I was like, I saw how they were doing it. I, I didn't know how they were converting their writing to IG, um, IG formats. So I right. looked online and I saw how I can do it and I saw Canva. So I used you know what I do, to, dude? Yeah. You know what I do? I, I write in Word and I just take a screenshot of the poem. Ah, uh, yeah. Easy because, as well. like, But because for me, I do my graphic arts. Art, I use the art, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I do yeah, the graphic arts as the right. background. Like, because right. if you look at all my pieces on so Instagram, each, I use, So each, like, yeah. you're, we're, we're very different writers because you do a piece of art. You, like, yeah. for, exa for example, you said you've written 132 poems in eight no, years. 162. But, but in the, yeah. that's what's different for me than you. Is that all your stuff comes with artwork and it's perfect? But in the last eight years, I've probably written six thousand poems. Shit. Right? So I'm just like a like I have thousands and thousands of poems published, man. And a lot of it oh. is nonsense. A lot, a lot of it doesn't mean anything. A lot of it's just <laughs> fiction. But um, yeah. but but good on you. Get it out there, dude. And I'm glad you're on Instagram. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of luck with Instagram. I've been bullied on Instagram. I've had accounts. Yeah, I kind of heard about um, the previous times where you were censored and like, you know, yeah, uh, censored. that's why I started my website. Uh, yeah. Kick, uh, kick, yeah. Like, reporting me. Know what they report me for, yeah. Jude? They, they report me for provoking suicidal ideation. That is what people report me for. Isn't that yeah. crazy? I mean, like, do I seem like a guy who not... wants you to kill yourself? I don't think no. so. Like, and I mean, the thing I, I mean, the thing people have to recognize about poetry, right, is that people are just writing, like, you know, truths that they've lived out or they've, or they've seen people live out. Or just something not, they made yeah, up. It's, yeah, it's not necessarily, like, if someone writes a mission novel saying he killed he killed his entire family and you read it, are you going to kill yeah. your whole family? No, you won't. It's just, like, exactly. it's fictional. Yeah, it's fictional, yeah. It's fictional. Why? Yeah. why how come movies... Can have people getting ripped and blown apart in yeah. every single scene, but we can't write something provocative. That's why I started my website. That's yeah. why I'm glad I'm glad you're there, man, because it, you came at the right time. So it's only been going since like um December seventh, twenty twenty one is when I made oh. it. And, and um we've already got almost a I think we had a hundred members. I think about eighteen or nineteen of them are private. So there's around uh, 100 around 100 members and there's probably a good 20 25 people that share constantly there's a lot of readers not a yeah. lot of posters but I'm glad you're posting post anything you want as much as you want dude I'm glad you're there oh, I'm thanks, glad it brought man. us together you know Yeah I'm like I'm just like 
I'm just glad that you know with IG, it's not about the followers, right? It's about the people I get to meet and the quality. work I get to read. Yeah, yeah, it's the work I get to read. Yeah, because yeah, like people will think, oh, I don't have enough followers. Like the people that follow me on IG right now, like I just try and interact with them. I don't want to give them quote unquote the celebrity treatment. So when I right. say the, the the celebrity treatment, like someone follows me and I'm I just take it as someone else following me. I don't pay attention to the person, but yeah, you reach I, out. Yeah, I don't I, like it's about one thousand people, right? So I can't get to everyone. But right. there are some people that, you know, have been interacting with me on lives and with DMs and I interact with them, mm -hmm. you know, the same way because I tell people I only treat people the way I want to be treated. So, like, if right. I, if I'm a shitty person, people treat me like, people will treat me shitty if yeah. I'm being cool with people. Like, I yeah. mean, and the thing about me is I don't care what religion you are, what race you are, what, as long as, you're, as long as you're a good dude. Being as long as you can learn, I think a big problem. I think a big problem, Jude, is especially that white people have, yeah, is that they're afraid to ask. Yeah, people can't be afraid to ask questions. Without questions, there's no answers. Who wants mm -hmm. to live in a world with no answers? Like who wants yeah. that? Yeah. You know. So here we are, thousands and thousands and thousands of kilometers apart, having mm -hmm. a wicked conversation about art in, in our respective countries. Like, how beautiful is that? That's what it's all about. That's yeah, what it's all man. about. Now, Instagram has given me some problems. I actually, about five years ago, I had an mm -hmm. account with like twelve or 13,000 followers that got yeah. de deleted outright, just mm -hmm. deleted. So yeah. the, the, the four or 500 people that I have now are, are like ones that I've gathered over the years, yeah. you know? And there's people yeah. that were there five years ago and still stuck with me. So I, yeah. it, it, what I have learned is that it really is about quality over quantity. Like quantity yeah. means nothing. Actually, quantity is frustrating. It's dehumanizing having too yeah. many people that you don't interact with. It dehumanizes yeah. you. you yeah. Know? It's fucking, it's yeah. fucking brutal. It's because like, you know, even though I have 1K people for like, you can't expect to interact with all you 1K guys. Like, dude, I have a life. I don't spend all my days, my whole day on Instagram. Like yeah, I, have exactly. work. I have people. I did though. I like, used I to. Yeah. I used to be hardcore, man. Five years ago, I was like when I was writing thousand poems, writing fifteen poems a day. You yeah. know, just going going crazy, posting shit all over the place. And then you get reported, you get deleted, you get banned. And then me and yeah. Paulina. So how? So how did you find? How how do we find each other? Did you find me through Paulina? Uh. So I think. Um. How did I find you again? Um. So the thing is, Paulina. I think I followed. <laughs> so when I go on, I was following poets like who were just appearing on my feed and um two suggestions right so i think oh, i followed okay. one of paulina's friends robin i think i don't oh, really robin, remember yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, robin yeah so i think robin had a live once and i went on and i found paulina and you know um told them they told them we're reading poetry it was just so cool paulina um yeah. went on lives last christmas and was reading my stuff and like she was just so cool reading everyone's stuff and like the way she even spoke with uh people online like even though you met these people, you are treating them like you are, right. you are treating them like like their family, basically. Like when she well, says, I, I feel like, I feel like we just yeah. met. I feel like this. Yeah. Is our, we've talked a lot. We've, we've exchanged yeah. messages and yeah. comments and stuff. But I feel yeah. I feel like this is this is us actually becoming friends, which is super. Yeah, cool. because when you invest them in the podcast, I was like, that's weird because I don't normally do this. Like I've never done a podcast in my life. Like right. I never had this because normally I'm watching this stuff on YouTube. Right. Well, now yeah, you're and on I'll, it, dude. And this and is going to be on people, Spotify people watch, and Apple Podcasts. People are not going and... to watch this stuff about me. Like, it's just weird to actually imagine. And I was so excited to meet you because when I watched your, um, when I watched your show, you guys had such interesting takes on uh, certain things, like whether it was life in general or maybe right. about politics and stuff like that. And I loved that perspective about how you um, basically, even what you said about having these 
many communities work together. Like that's a pretty cool thing. And it's part of the whole decentralization thing. Like because in yeah. Ghana, like this, even though we have a president, right? We have chiefs and like these local leaders in the in the, in the regions, and they keep people in line in terms of a local law. So like right. if you have stuff like taboos, if you break some some taboos, like for example, Tuesday, you can't go fishing because right. you have to rest. But then the locals say there's a river goddess who needs who, who needs a rest that can't be disturbed. Right. And if you break it, the the local leaders are the ones who deal with you. So like right. that's what I love about it. Like they right. kind of call the shots in their territories. Yeah, it's free. It's free. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. It's free. It's free conversation with good people. Um, are yeah. you are you busy for the next hour? Like what, what time is it there? Oh, it's uh, twelve twenty-five. But I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a night owl. I don't. Okay. Sleep. Do you want yeah. to? Since Paul, Pauline is not here, she must not feel, be feeling very good. Do you want to mm -hmm. stick up, stick around, and uh, read some poetry in the second? Oh episode? yeah, why not, man? Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. Not? So mm -hmm. I'm going to uh, share a screen right now. Awesome mm -hmm. talk, dude. Now, now let's get into some art. Let's get into some fucking art right now. All right. So I'm going to show you this screen. This is mm -hmm. my website, in which you are a member. <laughs> and politely, I have asked everybody to go to the forum. Mm -hmm. And all they have to do is scroll down to the forum category that says poetries and stories for mm -hmm. LCP. And this is really picking up. You guys have really been posting a lot. So why don't we um why don't we get one? Why don't you get to read? Why don't we get you to read one of yours to start? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so this one's called the third wheel. I'll scroll. I'll scroll as yeah. you read. Okay. So, so you did this picture, eh? Yeah, I did. Um, I used the digital paintbrush, like eyes, and I took a picture of a bathroom towel, and then I also used a crack paintbrush, and okay. just like basically used the, like an image of someone crying, but embedded within cracked um, shower tiles, like basically to the, to show right. her deplorable state of like right. the like something she's living now. Right. I don't really know how to explain it, but like. Basically, no, I get what you're saying. She, she's, yeah. she feels broken, and you can see, yeah, it, it feels like, broken, but and like basically just um, and nesting herself in the shower, yeah, right, very cool. Okay, can okay. you, um, okay, can you see, sure, can you see that? I'll also, yeah, 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 okay, so here goes your back leaps into an impression, stained with the cold embrace of warm shower tiles plastering your mind within their cemented crevices for just a while as every steamed and wet corner communicates with your quivering lips and trusting to them his every scarlet betrayal the dreams of his wretched limbs you cover for burial as the nightmare continues with the cruise of his dreamy palms through other strands of hair towards the yearn collision with other silky hips you bathe the more rage than shower drops as all the mind-stained walls scream in unison, blessed with the grim knowledge that they repeatedly curse, to know his footsteps still reap the innocence of the earth, as he stands solemn in every starlit park, with roses in hand that beckon his immortality as a mural of lipstick marks, and you cradle lakes of boiling crimson, and hands that flare, primed to tear the mask of wool off his razor-like fur, but though you wish to be every star in the sky, staring holes of light through his dark pretense, your nose lays hung over from his midnight fragrance, the glare of your eyes still engraved within his Afro-colored radiance. Your skin becomes gravity, pulling in the angelic memories of his every touch, 
and grounding you in a wet ceramic grasp where you remain the third wheel on another date between your slivers of sanity and the sculpted drenched squares as they don their best tear jackets sewn by the tipsy hands of sorrow drunk eyes trickling down to reunite with their chiseled lovers they whisper goodbye as they make pitter patter love with your infernal gaze as candle lights before it's all doomed by foggy windows licked in sensual fashion by the sunlight wow man you've practiced that one or what that was flawless no nah, man i like for so um one thing i love about the ig lives is i get to practice how i deliver my poetry because one thing about me is i've always been able to write but the thing is delivering it was my problem so like i thought right with practice and going to like so in ghana um i go to various shows i meet certain people especially our friends in ghana who are poets and every sunday we used to do this where we hung out um on zoom and did poetry for one hour right we just shared our poetry and after that we just talk about life issues and country stuff right. and like into the into the night we didn't have a time limit we just chat um, and ch uh, talk to we like basically run dry so like right my way of going to these shows was just practicing like practicing how to deliver and invoke those like emotions <laughs> that i'm trying to get people to feel like as i'm reading right. you oh know? you killed you killed it dude your presentation is fantastic so who is this girl oh. Who is this girl and why is she thinking about this man <laughs> so profoundly? Is this a true story? Is this fiction? Okay, so um, here's the thing about me. Um, I'm a big sci-fi nerd, right? Like I'm into anime and all that stuff. So okay. um, one thing is when I see the images in these shows, it comes into my mind and, and I'm like, hmm, what if this? Hmm, what if that? And here's the thing about me as well is that when you are in conversation with me, yeah, I'm making, I'm lines are forming in my head. Right. Or like for graphic arts, a picture's forming in my head. Oh, I see, I see. I, yeah, you, you may be talking to me, but things, things things are going on in here. It's like right now, I could, I could be talking to you right now, but the, but things are going on in here. So like, right. it's how, it, and that's, how, and you have to put it on paper before it goes away. So that was more that's of a, thing. more yeah. of a metaphor for how she thinks is how you yeah, think. Yeah, metaphor, yeah, 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 yeah. Metaphorically and I try and how you process. From, yeah. And, and I try and see things from, you know, everybody's perspective, whether it's, you know, guy girl like everybody i don't just take once i say i'm a guy i'm gonna take the bros i'm gonna do all this like i'm not going to do like that i see from every perspective because just, just as you claim someone is bad right dude maybe you you've been bad to them and you just don't yeah know it. yeah it's like for sure. yeah, maybe, maybe exactly. you're getting what you deserve yeah yeah, yeah very cool man cool to hear it i've read i've read that and it was cool to hear it come out of your mouth that's for sure um that was <laughs> awesome it's all i love it when polina i love the when Paulina read my pieces though, like the way she took breaks and the way she just had this kind of mis uh, mysterious. Uh, yeah, like, she's a fantastic reader, man. She's taught yeah. she's taught me a lot. Uh, yeah. We got some people watching now, so we're mm -hmm. okay. So, Unique's Visa Saga Part Two. Do you want to do a story or do you want to do a poem? Let's do a poem uh, for Unique. Let's, like, let's save let's save the stories for the end. Okay, all right. So, the Southern Days we read last week from you. Yeah. Uh, Lost Soul Gone, we'll get to in a second. You got a bunch in here, which is fantastic. Oh, uh, meant to be by letters. Let's read I Wanna from Unique One. Okay, yeah. This guy is a sick MC from Australia. So we got oh. Africa, Canada, and Australia. We got Ghana, <laughs> Ghana, Canada, and Australia in this collaboration right now. It's from uh it's from Unique One that is UNI3K dot O N E. Mm -hmm. And he yeah. is aggressive. 
Ah, because when I heard the name, I actually thought it was someone who's with the Galaxy of Poets on IG. So I thought maybe she was the one on this. Um, oh no, this is my so, buddy. Yeah. This is my buddy. What kind of music do you listen to? Uh, so I listen to a bit of everything, right? Like, um, for the Ghanaian songs, I listen to some artists like maybe Sakode. Like he's a very famous um Ghanaian okay. artist. So I listen to some of his songs. So and what's I like to... what's like traditional instruments from Ghana? Like wizard guitars. Uh, so or... Like um, there's. So for as long as I can remember, we'd be using a guitar. Sometimes we use, um, you know, drums. Like drums okay. are the basic, especially for festivals. Like some of our festivals, we we play drums. But you like know, jam, like jambes, jambes and bongos. Yeah, like and yeah, like jambe, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like okay. um, basically in church or for traditional stuff like festivals and uh, funerals and stuff. Like you always um, hear drums, like you know, being um, played. So um, aside from that, like. Uh, for as long as I can remember, it's just been, you know, drums and uh, guitars, like basically in church or like other right. site and other places or stuff you see online. Yeah. So like, yeah. And I think it basically flows with our um, genre of music because we have something called high life and right. then hip life. And then we have Afro beats, like right. which is shared with um, other African countries like Nigeria and others. Right. So like that's kind of some of our genres of music. But what aside is, from what that, is the I guy, to... uh, Monkey, Monkey, what is it? Monkey, is he in here? The chat? He he posted a Gone In artist, and I listened to it, and it was fucking wicked. It did have Guy it did One. Have a, guy yeah, what's One. It, what's his name? Guy One. Guy One. Oh, guy yeah, that, one. Guy, that guy, guy. But who, yeah, yeah, Guy One. I, I Yeah, but who was the guy who suggested again? Monkey's. He's uh, he's new to my YouTube channel, Monkey something. He just joined. He just joined the community. Anyway, yeah, um, I listened to that. So I got a good sense yeah. of Ghanaian music. Myself, I love hip hop. Like yeah. nothing else and mm -hmm. punk rock, like nothing else. Yeah. Like I grew up on hip hop and punk rock and this is yeah. a unique one. He is a big hip hop head. So he usually yeah. like picture a, a beat. Oh, he, he good. So I'm going to read it and then we're going to watch it. Or uh -huh. do you want to watch it and then read it? What do you think? I, I love to read it just to get the like feel of everything. Then I like to okay, watch cool. the video. Yeah. This one's called I Wanna by Unique One. One of my, one of my favorite people on the internet. I want to mm -hmm. glide right through life like a giant kite. Don't want to fight for mine. At times, I want to find that I, when I try to reach high, I can fly. I want to write better rhymes. Get them right every time. Not rewind and rewrite lines. I want to write double times that enlighten minds and define what's inside of mine. I want a house on a yard where my clique is a big star. Kicking back the drinks and getting tricky on guitar. Hit the slickest liquor not to think about a single thing. Living for the now, giving rhythm to all the power, not wandering what the future brings. And seamlessly defeating me demons till we feel like kings. I want to stack my bills up, pack them in a, up in a tractor, back them to the Mac Daddy of Compactor, stack them in backwards with a packet of matches. But back in the real world, my tax is a cactus. So back in the facts, and the matter of fact is, I'm strapped for cash, pay packets run backwards. I'm trapped in a trap of economical whack shit. So it's back to the factory crap. Wow. Mm. I want to run my fingers through honeys like butter. It's fun. It's fun when she likes to sing for her supper. Ooh. She got to have a thing for a Hummer. On her knees saying, please, can you feed me another? Little dirty lover getting smothered in cream. Jesus. If her mother could see, come in for, if her mother could see, she could come in for threes. Under the sheets rubbing and teasing and physically pleasing till I make them scream. I want to. Learn to be better with cheddar and never dependent on credit and never get another debt. Never get another letter that says I'm in the red and better settle the debt. 
before I get collectors sent to wreck my set and take my bed, I want to get paid in dollars for making sense and have every bank linked to the blank check that's paid into my name each day with great thanks. You, mm. unique one. I wow. felt like I felt transported back to hip hop from the 2000s. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he goes back. Man, this guy. I have so my other podcast. I have another podcast, and uh, it's on Tuesdays and Saturday nights. It's called Reaction mm -hmm. Radio, and yeah, basically, so so these guys just show up and teach me about hip hop. It's the best. And Unique mm -hmm. One teaches me shit about Australian hip hop, American mm -hmm. hip hop, UK hip hop, everything hip hop. He teaches yeah. me so much, and he's such yeah. a wicked MC. And uh, I can't wait to hear. So let's let's listen to it. Let's okay. listen to what he what he did with it. I can hear him in the back of my mind. <laughs> I think, I, I think I've read that. I think I might have heard this. You know, technique, house of reps, four million words in one breath. Keep up, motherfuckers. Uh, I want to buy the life of John, try to want to buy for mine at times. I want to find that when I try to reach high. Wow. I can fly, I want to write that I'm getting right every time I run that read right lines. I want to write couple times in light and minds at a palm of the side of mine. Hassle the album, I fix the big sock, keep out the drinks, hey, baby, on a guitar. Hit the slicker, slicker, friend, I'll think about a single thing. Been with an air, giving vision more pain, I wonder what the future brings. I'm saying, honestly, they're fading demons till we feel like things. Stack me, I'm packing off in the track, I'll back off to the Mac Daddy, come back to stack me back to the pack of matches. We're back to the world, stack the cactus, so that's pretty fast. As a matter of fact, I'm trapped, can't pay back, draw backwards, I'm trapped in track, they don't go at I thought that was going to be at least a two-minute track, Unique One. You squeeze oh. about 100,000 bars into like a yeah. minute. I mean, insane. like I said, insane. I feel like I'm listening to like a 2000s um, hip-hop um, track because like that's kind of the era it kind of semi back. Yeah, to, like, and I think, yeah. I think guys like me and Unique One are yeah. kind of stuck in the late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop. <laughs> I think that yeah. we kind of forever live in that in that genre of music yeah. when it was that time. Like I live with like 1997 Wu-Tang Clan. And yeah. like uh, back then it was bands like Atmosphere yeah. and uh, Jurassic 5 and Dilated yeah. Peoples and Swollen Numbers and all these awesome numbers. Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. Oh, like, by the, by yeah. the one, the, the, the guy who... Um, who suggested that that Ghanaian song? Uh, what's his name? Something one guy one guy one guy one drum yeah. monkey drum monkey new drum member monkey. of the website. So watch out for yeah. drum monkey. He's uh, he's all yeah. about Ghanaian music. What yeah. But like artists? if you but if he loves that, he should go back to like the classics like two thousands because there are some guys like you know TikTok, uh, Reggie Rockstone, uh, Obuo, uh Samini, like all okay. those guys. So you know you all know guy one. You know who that is? Ah, no, 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 no. Like so, I've been. Aside from like a bit of Sakodia's tracks, I've been listening to Ghanaian music for a while. Like I mostly listen to a Japanese rock. Oh yeah, you know yeah, a band named like Baby Metal. Uh, so I know bands like uh, Flow and uh, there's this one, Kinaboon or something. You and, should and, you should check out Baby Vice. Yeah, you should check out Namophila. They're a metal band from Japan. Japan. I've uh, been discovering. I've been discovering. There is such a wicked rock metal scene in in Japan, like it's unbelievable. Yeah. I've learned a band about bands like um, uh, Nemophila, Baby Metal. There's one. Mm. There's there's a couple more that I can't wait to hear. And actually, is who's here? 
It is um, it is usually Dragonfly who requests them. Anyway, super stoked to uh, to hear lots of wicked music coming out of Japan right now, especially in the mm-hmm. rock scene. So I can understand. Yeah, why you like that I really, so much. yeah, I I really love a Japanese rock like so much because it's it's actually one of the inspirations for my pieces. Like oh, sometimes yeah. when I have a song in my head, I kind of imagine like the imagery and the scene for what I'm writing to. Right. So it's like it, it's been a big help in in my writing like thus far. Right. Cool, man. That's awesome. Japanese rock. You know, it's funny that I haven't ever, ever talked about my Japanese rock experience on this podcast, but now I have. It just kind of all comes together, right? <laughs> okay, so now we got one. We got unique one here. We read one from, we read one and watched one from him. Let's get Matt B. Matt B is also in here. Drum yeah. Monkey's also in here. So we should read one from Drum Monkey because he's new here. Miss Anonymous is here. Matt B. Matt B, this is a brand new one. I believe he just posted this one today. Yeah, for, for that guy's, show. yeah, yeah. That guy is a very solid dude. Like, uh, from his writing and from the way he interacts on the page, like, I, like I like it very yeah. much. Yeah, no, he's yeah. super, super supportive. He's kind of yeah. coming out of his shell on this uh, on this show. Uh, yeah. The the only people that have really heard him rhyme are my this community and and, and his wife. So that mm-hmm. was uh, that was sick. Um, okay, so this one's called "I'm Gonna Be." Do you want to read it and then we'll uh, then we'll watch it? Yeah, yeah. So sure, why not? Okay. Okay. I'm going to be the winner by the end of this and I and won't lose due to ludicrous evidence. It got a bit of proof and it benefits you by defending the truth and, ex- and exempting risk. Identify the enemy and let him be the target. Rose them folks till they charred. Then expose the throat of this farce and grab hold and choke till it parts. Wow. Show me a better way to go about how to handle this madness that actually helps and I'll be glad to expel the manner in which I am having to tell how much of this damn frustration that I must take in just to, in just to save fuck Satan mm. and maintain pa- and maintain patience and be rid of any wicked temptation racing towards nothing is something I don't really want to is it deal Yep, deal. I don't really want to deal with all again. And so I'm ready with the pen to get the clarity to carry me to where I need to where I need to head. I don't mean to brag, but apparently, yes, I am inherently blessed to possess intense nice. control where I'm forming a dominant, confident flow to express my soul, you know. Oh, dude. English, I like how you ended English is a second yeah. language, my ass, man. You killed that. That was awesome. I mean, I like the I, I I like that he ended with you know because but one of my favorite anime characters ends his sentences with that um particular phrase you know you know but he says it in a Japanese phrase which is actually very endearing so it's like it, it, it's kind of cool he ended with that. So where does where does the uh the Japanese culture that you like so much come from? How oh, I mean, I watched uh like I've been watching anime since I was like like okay, in, so it's an anime thing. Yeah, junior high school, right? So like okay. um. From junior high school, my friends went to where got in got in with them, and I learned a bit of the language, like not in full, just a bit of the language, like right. you know, the greetings and some of the conversations. And I just got into the music because the music always got me pumped, and yeah. I just imagined myself in a different scene when I was like, it was just so good. No, and I yeah. think that's how I kind of got in. Like it kind of became an endearing thing for me, the Japanese culture. Like it became one of my favorite things to learn outside of Ghanaian culture. Right, like you know, rather right. than just mine or even the UK that I was kind of conditioned to uh accept, like right, right. because of the whole uh post-colonial thing. 
Right, right, right. Well, yeah. let's uh, let's watch the video, and then I got a couple. I got a couple questions for you about that. Let's watch this video right. though. This one is from Matt B. I won't lose the little Chris evidence. Get a bit of proof, but a bit of it's you. But I find the truth that exempts in risk. I did it by the beginning, that it be the target. Roast and post till they charge. That expose the throat of this farce and grab hold and choke till it's parts. Nice. Show me a better way to go about how to handle this madness that actually helps. And I will be glad to expel the manner in which I am having to tell how much of this damn frustration that I was taking just to say fuck Satan and maintain patience and be rid of any wicked temptation. Racing for nothing. It's something that I really want to do with all I get. It's so already with the pen to get the clarity to carry wow. the clarity to head. Mm. I don't mean to brag, but apparently, yes, I am inherently blessed to possess intense control when I'm more of a dominant, confident flow to express my soul. You know? You know? Hmm. Very cool. Man. You, they, he's getting you better. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's getting better and better and better as the weeks yeah. go by. And it's yeah. cool because usually. Usually he posts something like the morning of the show. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can tell that he's like worked on it for a couple of days and like got it mm-hmm. ready for the show. So that's super sweet. Yeah, super that's awesome. So cool. It's such a wicked community, man. I'm so glad you're part, you're part of uncensored. Oh, pleasure, oh, man, pleasure. It, yeah. it, I can't, I can't wait to see where it goes, man. Cause yeah. I really, I really think that Facebook and Google and Twitter and Instagram, I really think that the people are going to start getting fed up with the, with the government infiltration and control of these companies. And I really mm-hmm. think like, I am, I'm not anti-government. I'm anti-control. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. like give us yeah. what we need, not what we, not what you think we need. Give us what we say we need, not what you think. Yeah. We need. It's you know? like you, it's like you hear us, but like, you know, I'll just give you what you think you need. And I'll just, you know, hopefully you will, you will accept that. Like, right. Later exactly. On. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm sick of that. I, I really think that, like websites like mine are going to become the wave of the future. It's where like, Oh, you're members of like six different communities and different websites. And that's your Facebook. Mm -hmm. That's your Instagram. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying right now. I'm going head to head with Instagram and Facebook. That's basically what I'm trying to do right now. (laughs) It's to to make my own social media company. Hopefully, hopefully the brunt. brunt. (laughs) And and Matt B is a super fundamental part of that community. And I really appreciate him being there and getting something for the show every single week. Let's Mm -hmm. find something. Um, let's find something for you to read. Okay, right. so Dr- Drum Monkey, Drum Monkey is the guy who mm-hmm. uh, who who put the um. This is his first. This is my first time ever reading him, I believe, or mm-hmm. hearing him be read. He's the one yeah. who put the Ghanaian artist, the Ghanaian artist, on the. Um, yeah, I was actually surprised by the platform because I think one of the members, uh, Renaria, her husband B, is yeah, Ghanaian. Yeah, yes, and yes, I was, yes. Like, I had to know his name because, like, I think if he's like from my culture, it's easier to know his name because, so in my um, in Akan, right, we have these things called soul names. So this is the and here's the benefits of it: you don't have to try hard to name your kid because by our culture, you are given a name when you are born on a day. So, like, for example, I'm born on a Wednesday, so my name is Kweku. That's okay. my that's my soul name. And I met one of Paulina's friends, Kapadesh. Uh, on Instagram, and he came to adopt the soul name uh, Kofi because he was he was born on a Friday. My dad was born on a Friday. His name is um, Kofi, and for a girl who's born on the same day I am, uh, you call it a queer. Really? 
Yeah, so like basically, you don't have to try hard to name your kids. Sometimes you just take the name that the day gave you, right? And that's it. So, like, um, for example, uh, what day were you born? Um, Wednesday as well. Wednesday, so that means you are quick, like you are yeah. quick, like me. Yeah, yeah so I like, was born Wednesday yeah. at September 15th, 1982, on a Wednesday. Ah, yeah, I was born yeah. on October 18th, 1995. So, like, um, basically, we just take those, like, in my in their account culture, we take those names and like those are the names we are given because of um, culture. Like once you have that name, that's your name since like from from, from your birth to the day you die, and right. they give you your, like your Christian names or your English names, like whatever so where, they want. Where Jude come from? Jude was from my mom is a Catholic, so right? she took the name from Saint Jude, um, okay. a very powerful saint in the, uh, yeah. of the Catholics. Like comes to you in the in your time of need. Right. And I've like I have a very long ass name. Like my actual name is Jude Lawrence Anthony Kweku Answer. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, I like love, my son. My yeah. son has a banger of a name too. Yeah. Well, he, and the thing we is, figured the we Jude figured our son was oh sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, the Jude Lawrence is actually hyphenated, right? Like my name is Jude Lawrence, like my first name is Jude Lawrence, but I don't like the Lawrence because too many people in my family were called Lawrence. I wanted to differentiate myself, so I just took the Jude, right? Just the Jude. But then the thing is when my uncle like uh, passed last year, like the lawyers became more of a dear, like a dear thing to me. So I just, I just decided I don't care if people call me Lawrence now. Like it's cool if they do call me right. Lawrence because it, right. it reminds me of him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My uh, my uh, my son's name. Now we, we we decided when we had our kid that we're probably only going to have one. You know, we were yeah. only going to have one child, and so yeah. we wanted to have a middle name from both of our our families. Mm -hmm. But then we're also not married legally. So she, my wife uh, still has her last name. I have my last name. Mm -hmm. We're like common law partners. Mm -hmm. And so he has Lionel, Frederick, Moses, McKay, Wilkie. So my, my son has a huge long name too, right? Did you, he, bust, a, did you bust a Bible open or something? Yeah, yeah for, well, Lionel, Lionel we came up with. Uh -huh. Fred, uh, Moses is my uncle. He's a famous, uh, uh, a, a famous bum. From Newfoundland, uh, a, fa a famous uh, homeless man, like yeah. a, like a nomad, famous nomad from uh, from Newfoundland named Mosey mm -hmm. Burns, and then uh, Frederick is my wife's grandfather, and then Wilkie's my last name, and McKay is her last name. So yeah, uh, so that's the origin of Wilkshake. Yeah, yeah, Wilkshake. So okay, uh, I got a story about Wilkshake. So uh, I got um, Wilkshake is a name that I got in college. Now uh -huh. I skip I skipped a grade, so I was in college when I was seventeen. And all Ooh. of my roommates were 19, which is the drinking age. So yeah. they would get they would get me drunk and have their way with me. One day, uh, and I'm a pretty big guy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really so, too self-conscious. So I'll totally be in my underwear walking around with my belly hanging out. And I'm not too worried about it. So I walk down the stairs. I got my belly hanging out. I'm in my underwear. They all look at me. They're all all dressed and up and showered. And everything's okay with them. And my one my one roommate just looks at me and goes, what a milkshake. And then it stuck. <laughs> it stuck. Everybody and then everybody started to call me Wilkshake. Then everyone knew I was Wilkshake, and then, then it became my music name, became my handle for my, my solo music. Because back then, when I was originally named Wilkshake, I was playing in bands, and uh, I wasn't the I wasn't the creator of the music. I was playing in a band and writing it with yeah. the band. And I didn't start yeah. making solo music till about uh, I guess about two thousand one, two thousand two is kind of when I started mm. going solo. Yeah. So Wilkshake. At least yeah. at least you are lucky. Do you know what they did to some of us in high school? When we got there in uh, freshman year, they would tell you choose your favorite food or drink. Yeah. And when you choose that favorite food or drink, that favorite food or drink is your nickname. So, for example, my favorite drink was called uh, like malt, like a malt drink. 
Okay. So they said from your so so they said like you know from then your name is called Malt. So I was Malt. called Malt. I was called Malt from um basically I think first to second year from third oh, to yeah. fourth year. The name changed to something I don't want to mention, but like you know, <laughs> it was like it, yeah, the name changed to something else entirely, and I don't want to mention that name because like too many bad memories from that name. Right, right, but right. But like right. I was glad it changed from a drink, like from a drink to something. I, see, I'm a, I'm a big fan of malt liquor. I, I like malt liquor. I like malt uh, beer. I, I like that shit. So malt, I'd be okay with. Uh, malt is probably uh, my favorite food and drink. To, to, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get back into some poetry. What, what, let's uh, let's get one for you here. Right. So this one is called. It is from Drum Monkey, the guy who is a big fan of Ghanaian music from the website. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going deep inside. Through the memory of a million times, and ages changed through 10 billion minds, wrapped so delicate and intertwined with the faceless creatures who share our time, the twos and froze with the germs that with the germs that pry. They themselves not safe since we saw them fly. I'm going deep inside. I'm going deep inside to an Uber utilitarian vibe where anything goes if it helps our ride. Through eyes that witness genocide, where, where it's rights if it can only be applied. Mm -hmm. Our bodies improve as our spirit dies. Campfires wither as we move to our forts, where we know not each other. Where the bricks divide, I'm going deep in. Oh, what the and fuck? You know, that is it. That is yeah. some. That is some deep shit right there. Oh, very deep shit. I love the, uh, yeah. the uber uber utilitarian vibe. Like, think about yeah, that. Yeah, like people. People oh, are getting shit. back. I. It just makes me think of COVID. It makes me think of COVID and how the whole world's been dealing with this COVID stuff, and now mm -hmm. in Canada, especially. Like yeah. people, people are done with it. Yes, there's these truckers, the the loud, yeah. the loud minority causing yeah. a big scene. But you know what? In some ways, there are millions and millions and tens, and lots of millions of people that don't mm -hmm. agree with them fundamentally, but agree with what they're trying to do. It's like we are so yeah. sick of lockdown. I want to get into a utilitarian vibe and just worry yeah. about what I need to be healthy and succeed. And I don't think all like how how was COVID. In, in Ghana, how did how did the Ghanaian government so, approach it? Uh, when it was happening around the world, like we didn't get it right, but it started when two people came from abroad to Ghana. Two people had it, and then they were quarantined. But then uh, I think I don't know the details. But then like, is it somehow it kind of spread like from two to uh, like a like to multiple um, to multiple people, okay. and then when it started to get bad, like when it started to reach like you know certain heights um we then went on lockdown and the lockdown wasn't for that long because you know when when it was on lockdown people started to whine and complain we are hungry we can't go out we can't do this so our lockdown didn't last as long as other countries because other countries kind of went through it for like months like yeah we're like still going through man two and a half years yeah so now, and ghana the thing is drop this thing on them they'll bitch and complain about how hard it is when other developed countries are suffering and like you know are getting the a bulk of how rough it is and the thing is like you know we had it for i think a couple of weeks and then we, right. it, it was just lifted and the reason why i wasn't cool with it like personally was because the thing about Ghanaians is some of us we don't listen they tell you wear the mask i won't know i won't wear the mask i'll go right. contract it and give to someone else and then you come and come up with these ridiculous conspiracies like it's a 5g tower i mean 
everything right. varies. Right. Like it's not out of hand. Because you see, and that's the thing is because these things don't happen to us, right? Like these kind of things don't happen to us. Like we don't get epidemics, we don't get pandemics. Like um I think the only thing we've gotten was um Ebola. Right. And that's where aside from Ebola, we had gotten some something of this magnitude. So right. when something doesn't happen to you in your country, you wouldn't think it will happen to you ever. So right. it happens to you, it's like you you try and pretend everything's not, but it's not. So like, you, I don't did like. You guys have like lockdowns and stuff. Yeah, we are locked down. Like, um, <laughs> like vaccinations. Like, are you vaccinated? Oh uh, yeah, I did it, but at first I didn't want to do it right because I didn't mm-hmm. trust it, and I wanted to see what will happen to people who took it. Mm-hmm. But then the thing about me is that you know I live in this house, and my mom is like, uh, take it, take it, take it, take it, and I was like, I don't see what happens to them first before it happens to me, and I was like. Mm-hmm. From seeing what happens with from seeing what happened with people, more people getting infected, and even with Omicron and all that stuff, I was like, maybe it's better if I um take it because my cousin died from COVID. Like my cousin okay, died oh, from really, COVID. Yeah. And okay, yeah, and I was like, maybe it's better if I take it because yeah, I took it. it. I don't I like, but, I don't, but I'm just like, matter, okay, we've taken others, it. Yeah. If I've yeah. taken it, if you're worried about getting it, then lock yourself in your house and don't go out yeah. and wear a mask. I'm not scared yeah. of getting COVID. I'm triple vaccinated. I have, yeah. I think I've already had it once or at least yeah. once, maybe twice. Like I, yeah. I it didn't kill me. I, I'm, I'm ready to go back to a bar and have some beers with my buddies. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go to the fucking dentist. You know, I'm, re- I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to get back to normal here. And Canada yeah. here is on the world stage right now because there are serious protests with mm-hmm. tens of thousands of vehicles clogging up Ottawa right now. And I, oh, I, really? I, I yeah, the, the, you check it out, man. Trucker Freedom 2020 shit is uh, going down in Canada with protests right now. Peaceful, uh, peaceful Canadian style, polite protests. But nevertheless, there is some serious shit going down. I'm oh, going shit. to I'm going to try and find one for me to read. Okay. This is great, man. I usually do this with Paulina, but you're killing it. Uh, oh, great, great job. <laughs> I'm going to read one from my good friend Letters. Actually, yeah, we'll save. Uh, yeah, I'll save the I'll save Unique's Visa Saga part two. I actually read that one. It's it's like it's 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 very dope. Like that particular piece from Letters, like it's very cool. Yeah, she she's just going through a bit of a breakup yeah. right now. So, um, oh. she and she writes. Uh, me and her have very similar writing like rhyming patterns especially yeah so this A-B-A-B. one is called yeah A-B-A-B. I usually do yeah. limericks i go a a b b c yeah um, i mean that's what everywhere taught um in high school right because it was uh, shakespeare that we're mostly learning shakespeare and, and other english poets yeah. so like i learned the rhyming scheme but when i got introduced to free verse and other stuff i was like oh so this is a thing and i started oh, yeah. um uh, going to those areas yeah yeah, this yeah. is this is letters. Letters likes to rhyme. She's a yeah. rhyming girl. We're gonna read one from Letters right now. I'll post this on the website uh, probably tomorrow when I get to editing this. Mm-hmm. This one's called the Codependent Fool. Oh, here we go. The Codependent Fool. The past is where I travel. To memories I must go, so I can have a moment with someone I used to know. Focus on the happiness that, as of now, I cannot feel. It's getting harder to remember if that person was ever real. Was it only a mirrored image of all the love I showed, fooled by my own reflection and my energy that flowed? Could it have been just me that created this bond? Was everything they shared only said to correspond? In confused contemplation, I'm searching our old timeline, sorting through the red flags that I ignored and denied. I am unable to reach the top of this pile that I have stacked. 
but now I see the volume in the character they lacked. My love has made me blind to the vortex behind eyes where they consume my soul and brought me to my demise. Left with my spirit broken, I am still trying to understand how they walked away so easily after I continued to hold their hand. But the moments I've recalled have helped me to conclude the past is where they exist and now it's pointless to pursue. Yes, letters. They are long gone from here and the person will never return. I must keep moving forward so my lesson can be learned. You ever you ever had your uh, your heart broken? <laughs> no, but my but my brother has. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah? Are yeah, you married the, or anything? Girlfriend, anything? Boyfriend? No, 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 no. His is a kind of a girlfriend, like girlfriends. Um, okay. So the thing is, like, <laughs> the thing is, and here's the thing about him. Over the years, he tells me stuff, and I turn it into poetry. Right. And then right. I like, and I say it's not about you; it's about someone else. He said, right. and he, he he says it's about me, it's about me. But I tell him. Nah, it's about someone else. <laughs> but most of it has been about him. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's got an interesting life. Is that an older brother? Uh, so not my brother, brother. But we've been we, we were raised since we were kids, right? So like since okay. uh, we were two and a half years old. So yeah, your best buddy. We've been for like yeah two, two decades. So like we call each other brothers more than right. uh, friends because right, it's right. Like, it's been too long to call yourself like uh, friends. Like it's a brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. I hear. What about? I didn't ask you about uh, sports. What are the cricket? What, what's the big? Sports uh, yeah. Got? So like, uh, because it's like so football. Like because we call it football because of soccer. The, yeah. The, yeah. So football, uh, crickets. There's hockey. Like, I okay. experienced crickets and hockey. I I didn't play, but others did. Um, there's hockey they, in Ghana. There's hockey. Yeah. There's hockey. No shit. Um, yeah. Ice in hockey. The, yeah. My no no ice hockey. Uh, floor in hockey. The sand. Yeah. Yeah, oh, hockey, oh yeah. okay. Oh, sun, like, yeah, in the sun, like yeah. field hockey, field hockey. Yeah, field I hockey. mean, yeah, for yeah. it to be ice hockey, it it have to snow here, and it's not doing like that. What, what, it's winter yeah. in Ghana right now, right? It's winter. There's no, there's no winter here. Um, so but, but is it, what, what, you don't even call a season winter. One of the seasons isn't called winter. So there's a season that comes after Christmas, like in January or late in December, called the Hamatan, and it's a kind of weather in West Africa where everything gets foggy, plaster on the walls, flake. Everything gets uh, dusty, and the thing is, okay. when it, when that time period came, I didn't want to clean my room because every time when you clean the five seconds, it, every five seconds it gets dusty. dirty. Yeah, so I was like, I'll I'll wait till after Hamatan, and then I start cleaning up my place. Right. So yeah. now, what is a what's the temperature like? For, like thirty five degrees, forty degrees? Uh, mostly in Accra, it's like twenty three degrees, like oh, that's like beautiful. Every that's beautiful. temperature, yeah, like 20, we, 23, it, I love, yeah. It's mostly sunny here because we are like we are from the tropics. Like we are set yeah. in the tropics, right? So like it's well, all and sunny. I I'm yeah. kind of in the tropics of Canada. It doesn't really yeah. snow where I live on northern Vancouver Island, and our temperature is uh, moderated by the by the coastal mountains. Mm -hmm. So we we don't really get snow here. We did this year, but it's not often that we get snow. And like today, it was like 12 degrees, 13 mm. degrees, M yeah. middle of February, where. where Ontario in Alberta, it's minus twenty with two feet of snow on the ground. Yeah, but we're because twelve degrees. So I was wearing pictures, shorts was today. Like, yeah, I was like people show me pictures on their stories, and I was like, it's like God took a bath and there's soup lather everywhere. Yeah, like yeah, that's how I described it. Yeah, right, right, right. Cool. Let's get into another one. We'll get one for you to read. So I'm trying to think about who's here. Like who is here? Matt B is still here. Um, I can't for some reason I can't see. The bottom chat. So I think it says like Yusef Melski. I can see the top half oh, of your name. Yusef Meki. 
is it Mickey? Oh, you said uh, Mickey. Okay. Oh yeah, you said yeah, Yusuf is here. I know yeah. you said. Yeah, is a great guy. Like I love his yeah. pieces so much. I've actually and the thing uh, is, talked to him. Whenever, you, yeah, whenever you, whenever you write a piece, you are compelled to go and look at the dictionary or go to Google because all the words you use this, I've never heard them yeah. before in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no, like, who, remember, this, remember that UK yeah. artist I was trying to remember earlier. Yeah. A perpetrator with a quill. Do you know her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I go on. The, um, she's on Fireflies for Dark Minds. I like she promotes me on a lot of uh, prompts, and I really dig that. Like she's very supportive of me. So yeah, I yeah. really love that. Yeah. Yeah, she's on. She's on my website too. And yeah, it's, like, it's cool she, because like, so all cool. of my favorite people from Instagram have joined my website, and all of my yeah. favorite people from YouTube, which my YouTube community is much bigger. Yeah. Much, much bigger community on YouTube. They're yeah. all coming over there too, so it's great. I actually do have a YouTube channel myself. Like, it's uh, mild because I do videos of my poetry, right? So I think the recent one I did was called Closing In. It was a hello. It, it was inspired by Halloween uh, word prompts. Right. And when I did the video, I used the Halloween theme from the, the 1978 film Halloween, the Michael oh, yeah. Myers film. Yeah, Michael Myers and I, film, yeah. yeah. And I used the, and I used that particular soundtrack as I was doing... Um, cool. The voiceover for my piece. Well, put the um in the yeah. in the in the category on uncensoredliterature.com where it says okay. introduce yourself. Put a comment right. and put your websites. Like put your websites there. I might even okay. have a I might even have a, a category for for promotion. I'm not sure though. If not, I can make oh. one very easily. Um, okay. Okay. So now we got some one from we just read court the codependent fool. Oh, um, Marcy. Marcy is uh, very active on the site. Let's watch. Um, Hold on. Let's just see if I'm missing any here. First clue, Liquid Lizard we read. Um, Renaria B we read. Unique One we read. Marianne Bernardo we read. Okay, so we've done all these. We've done yeah. that one. Letting Go. Psych Ward Clocks. I don't think we've read Psych Ward Clocks by Renaria B, and I bet you she'd really appreciate it if you, uh, yeah, if you yeah. read one of hers. I, I love to read it like, uh, you know, I kind of feel kind of a kindred. I don't know whether that's a yeah, kindred no, one because it, of... I, uh, I hadn't even met her. Until I started yeah. this website, she's one of my first members. Now she's a moderator. Like I made her help me with the oh, website. That's cool. Yeah, because she, I was kind of blown away when she knew what Kente was. I was like, "Wait, she knows yeah, Kente? Well, her, her husband's gone. Of course she does. Yeah, because does. like people don't know Kente unless you know a Ghanaian told them or they or they looked it up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, she's cool. I, I never met her husband, but she he must be a cool yeah. dude because she's super cool. Oh, yeah. And I, I yeah. know that she she is pretty she's a very sensitive woman but also very very open-minded so this one mm. is called psych ward clocks i love this one i read this one yeah. go ahead okay there was no one to talk to the days were long as i stared at the clock on the wall the one in my room the smoking lounge the nurse's station the one by the locked metal doors the kitchen the watch on my wrist that once was a ticking time bomb for the dreams I gave up, replaced with the gauze and the blood and a plastic band with my name and my impatient number. Maybe they thought I would not remember who I was or where I belonged. Well, well they were right about that one, that's for sure. Maybe they wanted to remind me of who I had failed to be or better yet, who had failed me. So time went by very very slowly there was nothing more to do but smoke and write and fix other people's problems if only just to find ways to buy a couple of chocolate bars for the girl down the hall being fed by a tube a petty quarrel 
or two about stolen food, or waiting around for meals and the snack trays too. Medication wasn't negotiable, neither was the time it took to get normal. Mm. Society functional, all while staring at clocks on walls, all day long, waiting and waiting to talk to someone who wasn't as crazy as I was. For once, time was not important. It wasn't about looking forward to stuff. It was more of a countdown to freedom and clocks, lots and lots of clocks, holding on to time mm. lost. Wow. <clears throat> how is the um how is the state of mental illness support in Ghana? How like how is the how is the medical infrastructure? Is there is there places <laughs> for people to live in and get psychological treatment or like how does it work? Well, there is the Accra psychiatric facility, uh, but I don't know how good that is because if you drive around Ghana, you see a madman on the streets, like madmen on the streets with like you know with their messed up hair and talking right. nonsense, like babbling around, right. running around the place, and you kind of wonder what's happening and what's being done about them. Mm -hmm. So like it, I see these things existing, but I don't really know what's being done in terms of like helping these guys. Right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So we, we, we talked about the water too. Uh, did, did we ever come to a conclusion? Is the water? Is um, something I don't, yeah, I don't think we actually talked about like the water um, state. So like I, so, and like I said before, like Ghana, we, it's one of the, the greatest places you ever visit, like in terms of the aesthetics, right? The Beautiful landscape. Fact is, yeah, but the fact is, these guys trash this place a lot, and it's like they don't care. And they want, and the thing is, when you call it out, you are being right. as the as the bad guy. Right. That's kind of one thing I never got. It's like the only place that I've seen uh, people treat their beaches with respect, like a water sources with respect, is Cape Coast, like right. where my dad, like um, is the central region where my dad is from. He's from okay. a town, Salt Pond. And over there, you see the sea. When you go to beaches, it's like, even though it's not like, even though some people still do what they do, what they do in Accra, it's not that bad, right? Because you can actually see the sea and uh, the sand is so like, um, like I won't say white, it's like, but like it's kind of free light. from, yeah, yeah. like lights, like not that much trash is on the beach, right? But when, when you go to Accra beaches, it's like it's cool, but the thing is. The trash that's there kind of makes you wonder, like, why why are they doing this? Yeah. Right, right, right. That's uh, too bad. Um, yeah. We got another one here from... Um, I'm going to read one from Raman Carti, who I don't really know. Mm. Um, I'm. This is a new person that I don't... Oh, yeah, I know who this is. Of course. I think his Instagram name is different. Raymond Carti. He was one of my first members, actually. When did he join? Uh, when did he join? He joined on December seventh, twenty twenty one. So he joined on the first day. Oh, so he's a, so he's so he's he's kind of like an OG. He, he's like an OG, he's an OG for sure. He's, he's an, an OG, OG of the yeah. site. Uh, this one is called a tear in the hem. Hem. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming is referring to like a hem of a pants or something. A tear, a tear in the a tear in the hem, not a tear, a tear, a tear mm -hmm. in the hem. Isn't English wonderful? Tear, tear. You don't know which one it is. A tear. Yeah, in the hem. Like one of the most beautiful languages, but it's a headache. Yeah, there, 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 like, there, all these different there. Uh, you know? Like, why would you have so many meanings for just I one know. word? I mean, come I on, know. who are you like who, who are you showing up for? 
It makes me wonder how we even learn English. It's so it's it's confusing. Yeah. Like, how did like, you learn English as a second language? English is tough. I've heard it's tough to learn. Me, I don't know. I think uh, it was kind of organic for me because of the people I grew up with. Because my mom, right. spoke, my mom speaks very good English. My dad okay. speaks very good English. Oh, so, like right being, a, being around them and hearing them speak it, it was. And so my, your parents would you would you call your parents educated Ghanaians? Yeah, educated Ghanaians, yeah. Okay, sure. yeah. Okay, so this one is called A Tear in the Hem from Raymond Carty. Scattered behind the back and forth lies unlaundered fabric woven by aged folklore and misconceptions. A robe stitched obliviously by sterilized needles dipped in rhetoric of propagated disinfectants. Worn his armor and disclosed as truth Draped over shoulders of the impressionable youth. Fairy tales and fallacies walk in closets, lines, skeletons, and outdated tendencies. It took 28 years to finally see that the veil of morality actually resides within me. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But when my neighbor wants to hurt me, where do I run for help? Hmm. Church hmm. over state. In state versus church. Hoodwinked by false prophecies and tainted governmental policies. Worn his armor and disclosed his truth draped over shoulders of the impressionable youth. And then grown-ups turn up their noses at the image of the young. But how can we blame them when all they've done is partake of your poisoned tongue? We stay attired in cloaks of cons and deceptions, soiled linens and muddy boots parading on stage as righteous institutes petitioning votes and tithes of offering to develop a better future that you knowingly made corrupt and grim. Education is dismal and the textbooks aren't free. So they are forced to study from your archaic ideology. These textiles you've sown will soon burst at the seams for the material is flawed and society's no longer asleep. You built it like this and eventually it will combust. But until then, hush and button up. Worn his armor and disclose his truth draped over shoulders of the impressionable youth. Kind of a revolutionary type yeah. of uh screw the government kind of feel too eh? i yeah. like that and I like, like that. Uh, that particular line about you know loving your neighbors love yourself and like when my neighbor hates me who do i it's like um a bit of mosaic law was in there like you yeah. know because in a mosaic law was like you know if your neighbors if someone slaps you like uh you slap them back right yeah so like it i kind of got a hint from that there as well yeah and it's I, I, you know i think he's kind of Crouching on the separation yeah. church and church and state is one thing but church and state you can look at on a broader scale yeah. and realize that it is a separation of ideologies yeah and, and the government has really splintered and fractured our cohesiveness yeah. as a society especially in canada i can't speak for ghana but i can speak for the the american friends and my canadian friends our society mm -hmm. is being forcefully separated by governments mm -hmm. and it's disgusting mm -hmm. and, I, and i like i like that um that raymond kind of took a real personal take on how mm -hmm. he feels about being obviously separated and obviously manipulated we spoke of corruption right like yeah. dude dude like corruption is everywhere i'm sure it's in the Ghanaian government like the american government of course oh, yeah the um, government too it's everywhere it's everywhere yeah i mean uh even over the past couple of years there have been instances of corruption even in uh like the ju the judiciary right so yeah. like there's this famous uh journalist i'm sure if you google him you see um anas 
ANAS. So he's this investigative journalist who kind of busted a couple of corrupt cases like um, in the past couple of years and basically got these guys exposed. And the guy hides his face all the time, right? right. Like, I think um, a couple of years back, he, he even busted the head of the Ghana Football Association like wow. for um, taking up, like the soccer association for taking like a bribe or attempting to take a bribe. I don't know, like, okay. exactly. Like, it was like they busted him for uh, being corrupt or attempting to be corrupt. Right. And like that guy has, like, in my opinion, he's done so well. He's done so well in exposing the things that we've kind of gotten comfortable with and not tried to, you know, um, right. like take because the guy always has his, hides his face. He has his face like he wears a hat and hides his face with some. I don't know. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's some beads. Like just okay. so he protects his identity because you know once people find out who this guy is, the people right. can, could do something to him. Or and he's people, he's yeah. been successful in keeping his identity under wraps. Yeah, I think one time they told him to unmask himself, and he unmasked himself, and he had a white face. And I was like, oh. this isn't this this isn't the dude because there's I've seen his I've seen his hair. I've seen his skin underneath, right. and I'm saying he's not white. He's not white. This isn't, yeah, this isn't the dude. Yeah. So what, so what like do you what do you it. think? What do you honestly think that like because where I live, the percentage of black people zero. I think there's one black dude in Port Hardy, about 45 minutes away. Mm -hmm. I want. I remember one time he was struggling to get his uh, license plate off, and I had tools in the car. That's the only time mm -hmm. I ever met a black guy up here. What percentage yeah. would you say of Ghana is white? Just a rough estimate. Estimate. I would go like single digit. I, no, I can't go single digit. I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll say between like uh, let's just say five to like me. I don't know five to nine percent. I don't know wow. five to nine percent or so. I don't know because yeah. the bulk of people I've seen, like I've seen so far, like a majority are black, and then we have people who are uh, fur, or we have people who are right. albino. Like, yeah, like stuff right, like right, that. right, so, right, right. Um, um, we don't. It's have, great. No, so, uh, so, yeah. so, so here. Like in the Western world, white on every other race, racism is the big thing. Everyone's talking about how yeah. white people, but the you don't you don't experience racism from white people directly. You experience it through the shaping of your country, uh, politically and structurally. Is that kind of what we what you would say, or what, what do you think? Mm. Like how I'm, I'm asking you as a white man talking to you, an African man. I'm mm. asking you. How have white people been racist toward Ghanaians? How has that happened? Uh, I've never experienced it before, right? Like, um, I don't know anyone who's experienced that before because all the white people okay. I've met, like, they've been so, like, friendly and warm towards, like, you know, right. me. And, right. you know, plus in my school, white, uh, white dudes were teaching us. And okay. plus, whenever white people come here, they're always excited to be here and they love the right. culture and they even yeah. speak our language that most of us kind of trading for english right 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 so, like right. i haven't experienced that myself so i don't I so can't you wouldn't say yeah. in ghana you, you wouldn't say that racism is even an issue yeah because like and most of us here we're all like and most of us here are black i mean it's not right. like in america where like you know you everyone's have to watch everything over your, yeah you have to watch over your shoulder basically every time when you're walking home from the, because you don't know who will kind of carry a gun or it could be anybody it could be yeah. gun there, there's like more guns in the united states than there is people so it literally could yeah. be anybody race aside yeah. race, it didn't even matter like you know but the, the thing is there's this is the way i look at it there's tons of crime in the united states mm. and most of that country is white yeah you know it comes down yeah. to that 
it's a it's a yeah. white man country. White people run the country, and there's tons of yeah. crime, and, and the, it doesn't work, and there's tons of dysfunction. So something's yeah, going funny, on. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is that most Ghanaians, because of the difference in, in the standard of living, they want to right. ditch Ghana to go live in the states or in the UK. Yeah, and the thing is, like most of us, like we we've seen what happens to black people, especially with what happened to uh, George Floyd last year. Yeah, like you, you think I want to go live there? Hell no! Like even if I go and live there, just to go and uh, further my education, learn what right. I have, learn what I can, come back and do stuff here, not right. to go live there forever. Because I tell people I rather live in a country that's dysfunctional with people that look like me, and a place right. where people who look like me get shot like it's an like it's a Tuesday. Right. Like yeah, it's crazy. Like it's normal Tuesday. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy what goes on down there. The the yeah. racism that I hate I see. Like I live in like uh, colonialism as well. Like the English, the English came here where I live too and put all of the, mm -hmm. the native children in what they call the residential schools in a big part of the education was yeah. to forget about their culture and start speaking English and forget about their native tongue yeah. and forget about their native culture. And it's yeah. been suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. What comes yeah. when you're 100% suppressed from everything you know? What do you turn to? Yeah. Drugs and alcohol. So now there's like a huge generational alcoholism and drug dependency issue. And mm -hmm. that is the racism that I see. We don't see day-to-day -day native on white racism natives and whites get along just fine but the, mm -hmm. the racism that i see on a daily basis is how colonialism put these people in a situation where the only thing they could do was drink to forget how bad it was for them and now it's a, mm -hmm. a huge issue like i work at a um at a detox alcoholism and, and narcotic detox facility mm -hmm. and like one like two out of ten are white it's eight mm -hmm. out of ten native you know and yeah. The, but, and, there, and there's more there is more natives here than white people but that, yeah. that's that's what i see that's the closest i can come to seeing how like white people from a hundred years ago kind of fuck shit up a little bit with their mm -hmm. ideologies is if they've yeah. created they've created a, a huge population of dependent people on government funding yeah. and that is not freedom you know how you look at yeah. that, that is not freedom i mean like even with what you said about um like basically giving up like the aspects of who we are in favor yes. of like this culture that's been introduced, I would call it self-racism. Yeah. Like you're being racist towards yourself because you've yeah. given up what makes you you for this for the sake of something that belongs to someone else. Right. It's like why I even said it, it, it's even with uh, how we champion stuff. Like someone makes something that's made in Ghana, like a Ghanaian product, and you ditch that for something from the UK or the US because you believe it's in high quality because this guy made it, so it must be good. Right. This guy from my country made it, so it's not good. So you right. take that. You rather take what's from outside, and you rather eat. Like the only thing that I would say we're actually loyal to, like in terms of culture, is maybe the the language and like the food and uh, right. Some other, of course. Yeah. What's so, the like, What's as, the famous dish from Ghana? What's the What's the most famous uh, dish? So like people will know. Are you guys thinking like ro rotis and stuff? Is ro are rotis a big thing there? What's rotis? Oh, roti. I thought that was an African food. Maybe it's not. Uh, in Ghana, in Ghana, we have. Oh, oh it's, it's no, it's not African. Yeah. It's Caribbean. My bad. Caribbean yeah. rotis, like, so, uh, like Haiti and yeah. Jamaica and stuff. Yeah. So, like, the dish people know, even outside of African borders, is uh, a jollof rice. Like, it's rice with tomato sauce and onions and stuff. Like, and then oh, there's yeah. this one that most Ghanaians love, like, especially within several cultures. Like, it's called fufu. So, fufu is like a, um, like it's like a ball, like a ball of uh mashed um plantain and cassava right and we eat and 
and it's, it's also eaten in a, a Jamaica, but the only difference is they eat it with stews. We right. eat it with soup. So we have okay. soups like uh, palm nuts, like palm nut soup that we call a bank wine. Okay. Or groundnut soup, that's peanut soup. We call it groundnut okay. here. Groundnut uh, soup, which is uh, in cats and quine. And then um, others, there's one soup we have called light soup, and that's made from either chicken or goat. Right. Or okay. fish. Yeah, so like so, so the main here. the main livestock is chicken and goats, not a lot of cows. Chicken, goats, we have we have cows as well. So like oh, yeah. we have beef, like we have meat. So like cows and okay. chickens and uh, goats. So okay, but like uh, people people most like eating goats or as we call them aponche. I love goat. I love I love it all, man. I can eat literally yeah. any kind of meat. I am a carnivore, hundred yeah. percent. I just want to put a little point that Matt B made. Uh, natives, who he Matt B is actually half native. Uh, native mm -hmm. Irish. I'm Irish. He's Irish. Uh, uh, yeah. Natives are missing a specific enzyme that breaks down alcohol. Since we didn't have it, that's a main reason for the alcoholism. So there's, mm -hmm. so there's, it, so it was like a, it almost like a like a science thing. But yeah. you know what, uh, Jude? I think we're gonna end the podcast there. I can't express how grateful I am for you to be so supportive on Instagram and on my website and on my YouTube. Oh, no and worries, on the podcast. No worries, thank, thank you so much. For being here and i look forward to interacting with you more on the internet well, thanks so much for having me and thanks for introducing me to my first podcast right on yeah. man it's gonna be yeah. it'll be on um it'll be on spotify and google podcast and yeah. um uh apple podcast it'll be on the podcast tomorrow yeah yeah that's so great man like thanks thanks so much for having me I, I, i'm very bummed because I was hoping to meet Paulina because we've been interacting so much on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you like, on again. Oh, I get to meet her, but like, okay, yeah, she, but she says, here, yeah. uh, she, she says, sorry for not coming, but um, she will, we'll, we'll get you on again, man. We'll have you on in the future. Oh, thanks, man. Like, I'll be great. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Have a good one. Okay. See you, man. Cheers. Right on, guys. That was awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Matt B, Josh One Day, Unique One, everybody here, Yousef, everybody who watched that podcast. That was fantastic. Sorry, Paulina couldn't be here, but she's feeling under the weather. So um, uh, shout out to everybody who was here. I'll, I'll get these clips up on the podcast is or up on the uh, website as soon as I can. Have a good one. Cheers.